This is an episode of the Drink Me Podcast. My name is Luis. I'm accompanied by Sway, and I got Malcolm in the building over here, too. And we got a really insightful episode for you guys, and we can't wait for you to hear it. Now, if you're not already subscribed, make sure you're subscribed to the Drink Me Podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify and SoundCloud. Now, without further ado, I'm going to let you guys let, uh, go ahead and listen to this. And don't forget to sign up for the drink the street meet email. Yo, we out here drinking, man. We having a great time on this intro. Make sure to sign up for the newsletter at streetmeet.com. And we do hope you enjoy this episode. Luis, anything else you want to say before we hit play? Uh, I'm good. Malcolm? Hey, squad all day. All right. And now we can go to the outro. Thank you. Got it. Yes. <laughs> yes. You don't... No, we always forget to keep a beer unopened. Oh, oh shit. Oh, no. Right there. See, there I, it is. You I, can't right, be prepared, wait, man. Wait, wait. Listen to this ASMR right here. Hold on. Ooh. 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 We live? I think we that's live. live right there. That's the start. That's oh, it. That's live. it. So, who wants to kick us off? <laughs> hey, guys. This is a Street Meat Podcast. There it is. He started. My name is Luis. Nice initiative. AKA Snaps by Luis. Over here, we have... Oh. As they, everyone, knows, everyone knows what he's going to point to his right. Oh, and on Luis's right. Yeah, this is your boy Aaron, a.k.a. Third Black Key. You know what I'm saying? That's and our guest it. today is... Malcolm. And your Instagram that you don't use is... They <laughs> <laughs> were all the same boat here. We're too yeah. grown for that shit. Yeah. Fuck these lights. We're trying to get paid. <laughs> My Instagram is underscore Malcolm Moore. Yeah. Otherwise known in our circles, Malcolm One. Malcolm One. <laughs> he was the first Malcolm you met in Street Meat? <laughs> yeah, it's the first one. Not the first yeah. one, but he's the second one that we met. Or like, the first one that we met. It but feels like there's there maybe five Malcolms in the wild. Yeah. No, there's only two. That's only a little two. unfair to me. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that you guys refer to as Malcolm Two is cool as shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the homie, and too, now yeah. there's apparently more Malcolms. <laughs> So we just saw Malcolm, you know. Exactly. <laughs> true. Got to remember full names now, so I Mal- know who right. Right. Malcolm Solid- Solidarity. It's I feel the, like. it's the Malcolm Collective. <laughs> we're, we're. Oh, and, and, uh, yeah. And to Malcolm's right, since we're going to the right, since Louise kicked it off, it's Sway at Sway's View, and I am Pierre at Pierre underscore Funes. Awesome. Yeah. And on this episode today, we want to bring in Malcolm Moore. Uh, first off, he's a street meat OG from the old days. Oh, man, we were running, running and gunning, jumping over things we shouldn't be jumping over, sitting mm, on things, visiting places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trespassing laws were destroyed. Yeah. They can't bo- prove it in court, though, so fuck right? it. <laughs> Don't worry about where I got these pictures. Yeah, that was bonding. Like, mm-hmm. That's where relationships really form. So, yeah. That shit, that shit sure. was fun, man. It was formative years, yeah, man. Yeah. Definitely formative, formative years. <laughs> we took a couple trips to Narnia together. That was fun. Remember that time it was snowing? And me and Hell you yeah. was out there. Hell yeah. Bro, what? what was, so, look, that whole time period was like, I was thinking about this shit, like, it was just fascinating. So what's that? 2015? Yeah. It was in yeah, 2020. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. five years ago. I'm like 30. So we was like in our mid to early 20s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, I guess we kind of got deep into photography at like the same time. Because I yeah. feel like we were all like on this infatuated wave where it was just like, Plays everywhere, mm-hmm. pictures everywhere, every day. Anytime you, anywhere you go, like, yeah. I got to see pictures. It was yeah. on site. Yeah, <laughs> it was on site. <laughs> it was on site. <laughs> and, that, 
Yeah, so like, as one of the newer members, I feel like I'm in the PG era of street street I'm curious, what is that like for you, right? So, do you? Oh, the guest is asking the questions. Okay. Um, <laughs> for me personally, I mean, it, it is what it is. This is this is all I've known. Um, it's still been great, and not to say that we haven't gotten into like you know, shenanigans, shenanigans of right. our own. But uh, no, I'm, I'm still glad that I came in when I did. I got to meet a whole bunch of people. I changed like my whole circle, as I'm pretty sure you did too, right? Yeah. Do you feel like you've made some close connections <laughs> with people because of Street Meet? Uh, yeah. Like I said, like I would say a majority of my friend group now or. is of just Street Meet. Or, or, like, or. Outside of work, I have like work associates and like the remainder of like family and whatnot. But everything else in between is a photographer or a videographer or some sort of creative that I've met through Street Meet. Nice, nice, like, nice. Yeah. That's wild. Funny story is he was at National Harbor working at the Gaylord and we went to the Street Dreams meet. Does it design all this shit? I even heard when you were talking about you were in New York when we was in New York. Yeah, mm-hmm. on the first yeah. year, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, I was like, hey, where are you guys?" And Pierre's yeah. like, "Yo, we out, we out like at the Brooklyn Bridge," and I'm like, "Man, I'm in Manhattan. Fuck." <laughs> Meanwhile, like looking back, it's like that shit's right oh, that's there. Right. You were there. Yeah. You were there. Cold as brick, though. You were there, yeah. that's you were there with, uh, when we were me, you, Chuck, and Kyle. We're all in the same house. With, uh, yeah, well, that was that was bro, wild, yeah. Bro. I helped or, I helped organize the trip. Bro. Yeah, that's like, right. Yeah, 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 you were. How stressful was that? It was stressful. But y'all look. So I've thought about doing like us going up there again because like we're oh, old. Yeah. We're old, right? We don't really shoot much. Yeah. We definitely don't go on moves like that anymore, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's only because get back on that shit. This it just year. it takes more effort and as you get older. Energy starts to be like, oh, I don't want to put it all towards that, but. We're just lazy, honestly. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking yeah, about that's, if we, that's, a, that's the right word. Yeah, I was thinking about if we went back, right? I was like, dang, I could talk to Sway. We could like tag team this organization Hell part yeah. and get up there, yeah. and it'd be a lot easier. And th- but this Venmo didn't exist back then because you had to hunt down everybody to get nah, the cash. I was from meeting up people for cash. PayPal, cash <laughs> there was no Venmo. This is how old. This is how back that was. How far back that was. There was no Venmo. Venmo's really like, not that old. I'll walk with you to the ATM. that's that's what it was. That's, that's what I did with Malcolm. We were in Silver Spring. Oh, yeah. We were Hell Silver yeah. Spring meeting. He's all, oh, yeah, I still need that uh, that money for the for the for the crib. I'm like, oh shit, let's go to the ATM real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. went to the ATM, and gave him the money. He had a little uh, he, had, he had a little Ziploc bag with the money and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, not drug money, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> but like back then, we was like doing whatever it took to like do what the hell we wanted to do. Film. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And New York, and New York was such a fucking playground, man. I mean, it still it was. Is. Yeah. I feel like we talk about that shit a lot, right? But <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I feel some type of way about myself. That I've been kind of like lazy as an artist, all right? I feel like, you. I'm the same way. We don't really get out and shoot. We work. We're older. Now, I got a question to ask you then. What's up? Do you think that's because, and i doing a little bit of homework, but isn't it true that you do, this is what you do for a living now, right? You work full time as kind of a creative for your company, right? Yes. Yeah. You think it has anything to do with that? Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. I feel like it. It's a bit of a convenient excuse, honestly, because if you really love something, then you'll do it. But the I probably lean more towards no, honestly, because I compartmentalize so much. Like what you do for like work is not really like artistically fulfilling. So like even at a technical level, right? You may be like, all right, this is how I like to shoot. This is how I like the light. This is how I like. This is the lens I like to use. You know, Aaron, you yeah. got the eighty-five. You know, yeah. you got the wide angles for some corporate <laughs> shit. You gotta shoot the way they wanted to be shot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, you know, I'm gonna use what I know to be able to do that at a high level. But it may fulfill you artistically. It may not. 
if it doesn't, you still have the ability to go do that. But I do also think that once you like introduce money in the art, like that could really kill it, right? So if you're doing something just for survival, you may not want to just get up and grab your camera and shoot, like hit the streets and whatnot. It's really interesting. I wouldn't blame work though, just because I don't know. I feel like you need a job. And if you're fortunate to do it, like in a way, like do something that you love as your job, that's cool, you know, and you can still make time to do those other stuff. But I've considered it because I've sat and I've thought, like, all right, why aren't I out shooting? Why aren't I out spending time on these projects that I really like? And I can't really settle on like blaming the job because there's tons of time outside of work that I'm like sitting around fucking around. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I could be shooting, you know what I'm saying? But I'm sitting here chilling, watching some dope ass shit on Netflix. I really could go out mm -hmm. an hour, walk the city like I used to, and shoot. You're, so, not, you're not one of those uh, never not working head ass motherfuckers. <laughs> nah, bro. Sometimes I'm not working. I'm chilling. I mean, low key, for real, people that don't really know me be saying that shit. Like, they be saying, yeah. like, oh, you're overworking, you're always working. I'm like, bro, I'll be chilling. I need to work more, you know what I'm saying? Or just in the right place. But I believe in balance, all right? Yeah. Chill, have some fun, mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm. I mean, work life balance is super important. I think that's yeah. something that get, gets overlooked when, especially if you're, I feel, well, I, I don't know what it's like to have a job in the field and also be a creative in the same field. So I don't know how that works. Um, but I feel like at some point it does get tiring. Like you're, you, you know, you have to, you have to get, you have to be really good at like, okay, I'm not shooting this for like at work. I'm doing this. This is, I'm, I'm shooting this how I want to shoot it. I feel like that that's a little hard. I mean, I don't know. That, that's for me. I feel, I feel like that would be a little hard for me to do to like, like you said, compartmentalize that and like separate work from art yeah. when you're doing that shit for eight hours a day or longer. Yeah. And, and I also don't think that me working in the creative field is the same as like most people. Right. <clears throat> so there's some people like if you're a wedding photographer, you're shooting weddings. Right? right. That's what you do. You shoot concerts. You're doing that all the time. And there's like a certain protocol that you have to adhere to for all those different areas, right? Like think if you're shooting real estate, you're gonna get certain lenses, you're gonna be shooting, you're looking at certain, yeah, you're, yeah, you're looking at certain technical things. So you can't be moody and shoot real estate. Like nobody wants to come to a dark looking place. Like, nah. <laughs> Check out how moody this yeah. is. This motherfucking house looks haunted, shit. Even, even like, this shit. Yeah, like even how you edit it, you know what I'm saying? So like it's a certain protocol that you have to adhere to in each of those lanes, which I think when you get stuck into that, that may start to kill your love mm -hmm. for it over and over. Personally, I feel like I've been fortunate because the, the way that I got my job, like they created that position right. out of scratch, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that's kind of like what companies are doing, right? They're bringing people in-house, which is kind of challenging for people who are entrepreneurs, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have these this big contract and then they go and get some photographer to come in-house, now they don't really need your services anymore, right? Mm -hmm trade off for everything cool but where i am <clears throat> it's starting from the ground up sorry that probably messed up your report no, you fine you good man cool you good man yeah. they're going oh, okay. man they know we good <laughs> at some point people be like oh they're slurring again so <laughs> <laughs> it's over yeah that, we did that, that too that i hear them lulls come in i'm wrapping it up <laughs> yeah. um but where i'm at because we got to build it from scratch i really kind of got to just do my thing you know what i'm saying so the way that i shoot or at least the way that i knew how to shoot at the time was this is what we're going to do it's the best that I got. If you got a better idea, contribute it. If you don't, 
Shut the fuck up. Basically. Fuck out my face. Basically. And for real, like they love that shit because it's like you get a lot of people that don't really care enough about the craft to even learn about shutter speed, mm-hmm. aperture, yeah. ISO. Like, these are fundamental things, right? right. So if you really care, mm-hmm. you'll you at least figure out some degree mm-hmm. of it, right? Mm-hmm. Don't even care. They're just like, I'm going to just set up this light. Here, camera's on. I got a vid. You, I, I gave you and a that's video. Funny that's funny because a lot of people that I know would kill for that kind of job. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they would kill yeah. to kill. They would they would fucking I mean, the, do whatever it takes to get that kind of job. The grass is always greener, though. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. I mean, you living yeah. through it, like you said, you go home and you have to just kick back because you spent eight nine hours at the office yeah. doing the stuff that well, you, know, you used to do for free out in the streets with us. Especially editing. Yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> I don't even edit photos at work. Like so, literally, uh, I'm let, even... let, hold on. Let, let's take it back real quick. Where what is it that you do and where do you work? Or what? Well, it, at least what you damn. do. You gotta tell yeah. us where you yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. About to talk about my job. That's crazy. Okay, <laughs> now nah, it's cool. Now nah, we can't. We can't. We can't. We can't. What's cause. your W two looking like? <laughs> <laughs> it is tax season. Nah, Turbo nah, Tax nah. did not sponsor this podcast. <laughs> nah, I just. <laughs> All right. Have you guys heard of TurboTax? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know you can do your taxes online. Yeah. So, you know what a 1080 EZ is? Or 1040 EZ? Shit ain't that easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Malcolm. Sorry, well, man. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. This is what the podcast is like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was the question exactly? So what do you do for work? What is it that what you do? What do I do for work? What do you create for yourself? Because essentially you created that for yourself with your, with your skill set. It's like if you would say you, sh- you created Street Meet DC, right? You did some small thing and then that shit spun out of control. Mm-hmm. That's basically what happened. Film okay. It's a parallel story. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's creation, though, nigga. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, like, yeah, right. that's Earth. That's humans. Earth. Like, <laughs> Earth with an F. I feel you, dog. I feel so, you. so, how long have you been in that position? So, I've been where I'm at now for two years. The position, to answer your question, Pierre, is technically multimedia production specialist, mm-hmm. which to me, I think is just a fancy way to say artist. Because okay. it's yeah. really non-specific. It's mm-hmm. artist with a W two. Yeah. Mine is basically a specialist. There you so go. Can, right. So what I, saw your, I saw your link. So it's yeah. like, what does that? that like, what does that? I'm a digital media manager. Guys, we have a whole fucking company right here. Basically, <laughs> seriously, if we, if we market it well enough, we can. If you yeah. know, basically. you know. <laughs> basically, and I could I could go on about how corporate structures rely on artists to really like function at a fundamental level. Because up at the higher levels, mm-hmm. the customers. Feel me? They don't know how to produce things. It's really not on their radar. They don't. They don't need to. They're like, this is. I know this is what I want, and that's cool. But somebody still has to figure out how to make it a reality. Right. And like that's what somebody artists do. Somebody has to right? come up with the just the art in and of itself. Basically, yeah. even even the shit that you do, Aaron, mm-hmm. is an art. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that was a bit of a tangent, but. I mainly There's do. Nowhere near, that's nowhere near a tangent. That's still on topic. We can teach you a thing or two about <laughs> tangents. Um, so I, I'm responsible for all video production, photography, um, podcast recordings, and live event streaming. You looking for a job? <laughs> I mean, you want to work for an aggressive startup company? Like, <laughs> we are very aggressive. aggressive we are on site type rapid growth. <laughs> <laughs> That's not like a pyramid scheme, dog. What you selling me? You could be your own boss. He's <laughs> yeah. got to bring in three other people. <laughs> hey, yo, money's green, bro. Money's green. <laughs> uh, no, but we work in exposure, so I don't know if that's any better. Money's not everything either. It's called bro. exposure coin. <laughs> it's the new crypto. It's a new crypto. <laughs> exposure. <laughs> exposure. Holla at me, Kodak. I know you're working on them light coins. <laughs> Y'all care about exposure? 
Nah, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. At one point, it was important because it's like, yo, people are seeing my shit. You mm. know, they tagging me, they sharing my shit. I'm more skeptical about exposure now. Yeah. Like, I believe there is legitimate exposure, but I feel like it's just an easy way for a lot of people to just say, you know, do free work for us. Mm-hmm. I feel like it gets tossed around a lot. There's like a le- like for instance with me, I like to do I like to do a lot of fight photography, and nowadays like a lot of promoters especially they will say that to you they were like oh well um our budget right now can't pay for uh for photographers but you know it would be good exposure for you i'm like man you have like 50 people coming out to this thing there is no exposure <laughs> here he said was that what's on everybody's mind but that's, yeah. true. Nah, but yeah. that, that's that's valid and i was gonna say like we're all supposed to be here the fact that you talk straight up like that's how no, you all of the quote-unquote OGs you talk. To, like, you have to. Yeah. We all fit in. But yeah. Yeah, please. It, it, it comes with, I mean, everybody has to start somewhere. Yeah. And I, especially if you're like a young, if you're just getting started, you just picked up a camera, you're really trying to learn photography. Come to street meet. Yeah, come to street meet. Yeah, no, nah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Is, though. Yeah, I forget what we was talking about, but that, that's, though, that's key, though. When I was rocking my Nikon D3100, I didn't know street meet. <laughs> you would have known I don't, I don't even know that. I, again, I don't even know that's a good camera, and I don't know the first thing about Nikon. Oh, no, man. It, just, it, it was a camera, right? You shoot. It was a camera, right. right? I did not know. I still to this day probably can't figure out how to change the ISO on it. I believe it. So their their menu yeah, settings are stupid. Good. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but no, like I believe for everybody, there's there's a there's a point where any kind of any kind of gig would be beneficial for you. I don't think you would be in a position really to even demand payment of any kind because you're learning right mm. um but after a while it's like an apprenticeship it's like like a borderline it's like the uh, uh, akin to uh, apprenticeship you, you exactly know, you, you take the you take the, the the experience in and once you get to that point where you, you get good yeah you can start saying yeah no yeah and mm-hmm. and you and you'll know it yourself too like of course everybody wants to get paid and everybody wants to figure out how to make money off of something but if photography is really your passion, I believe that you would know it um, within yourself that I shouldn't be charging right now. Mm-hmm. Like I know I want to, I want to get to a point where I can deliver quality content, but I don't feel like I have the ability to produce that at this point. So let me just take the opportunity and use it to just be a platform to learn. Now, granted, now we have all like meetup groups like Street Meet DC where you can do that, mm-hmm. and you can mm-hmm. practice. But right. things like events and whatnot, I think that still applies. Yeah. It still applies if you want, especially if you want to get into high demand stuff like concerts and whatnot. Yeah, because yeah. though that is super competitive. Mm-hmm. Super. Yeah. <laughs> all, all for three songs. Because when you go to a concert pit, most of the times you get yeah, three, three songs, songs and you're out. You That's it. Songs you, out. you just yeah. went to a uh, festival recently. Yeah, all things go. Hey yeah. man, shout oh, out to all things go. You, man. you shot a festival. You shot a festival. Shooting the yeah, pit. it was yeah. it was alright. Was um, this your first? Yeah, it was my first one. Um, Why'd you do it? <laughs> you said, "How did I do it? Why? Why did I do it? Yeah. Because I just wanted the experience. Um, this is just, you know, I just wanted to diversify my portfolio. That's about <laughs> it. Yeah. Mm. But it was cool though. Was yeah. it difficult not knowing some of the acts? Yes, very, very yeah. difficult because I mean, you don't know their their music, so it's mm. like you don't know like the high points. Know, yeah, the high shit. points, mm. the low points, the certain ex- expressions that they may you know portray. Okay. So it was difficult trying to get those yeah. shots and capturing those expressions. So, how would you say that you are at like adapting? And Mal, this goes to you too. 
like to adapting to scenarios like that where um, you walk in somewhere with a game plan, but it's totally different than what you imagined. I could be better at it. I mean, I, I definitely need practice. I'm not the best photographer, but um, you're pretty fucking good. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> God damn! Because yeah. that I'm, white balance is on point every time uh, I see your shit. So Aaron's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, He's arguably he, arguably one of the best photographers in the area. Yeah, but I, mean, I, I, I know, I'm, but I know you're serious, right? As far as like yeah. having challenges with adapting, but and I, I wouldn't say I'm great at it, but I think I'm better at it than I really acknowledge, right? And that's kind of like one thing that I wanted to talk about, right? So, yeah, I have this job. Cool. Um, it's a job, like, at the end of the day. It's, it's no big deal. Um, but th- what allows me to execute are skills that I picked up from shooting street photography and from running with y'all mm-hmm. on some real shit. And they appreciate those skills without even really knowing what the hell is going on. So, like, <clears throat> when we were, like, running in the bandos, right, mm-hmm. there was, like, a low-key code that you had to have as far as, like... Don't expose them. Don't expose them, but, like, also don't do anything that would get us bad. Yeah, don't bring the heat. Because we got to go home, you know yeah, what I'm saying? exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, all right, cool. So there's a certain way that you carried yourself when you were there, right? When people were coming around and you bring somebody new, it's like, who's this nigga, like... Is he gonna be a point of risk? Like, right. who mm-hmm. is this guy who's very this, this man walking in here with yeah, two, like spray, two, two uh, cans of spray, spray paint, paint and shit. Uh, and like, in <laughs> a beats drip by Dre speaker, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, yeah. like. Right, this, is a side, this is no talking room. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like, yo, we not supposed to be here. It's like, hot. what you doing, right? <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's hot as shit. Yeah. Yeah, but my point is, like, you know, there was like a code for like how you had to act and how you had to carry yourself and still be able to execute, right? Still be able to have fun in that space. A ship is what you need when you're like shooting like a corporate event, right? Mm-hmm. You show up, you're the sloppy guy, you know what I'm saying? You're just not really even gelling with the scenario. Like you're just on your own page. It's, mm-hmm. It may not work that well. You got to adapt to that situation, right? right? There's certain other things where you may want to do something a certain way, you know what I'm saying? You may go out and be like, all right, I'm going to get this shot. I'm going to do this shit may not work out so you'll just get in the moment keep shooting you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying just have fun keep it moving all of that shit being able to stay on your toes is necessary in a workplace especially when you like have to execute right yeah so i feel like we have that but we may not think about it right so the situations where it's like it's, it's probably just second nature to us because we're so like used to just changing scenarios yeah on on, on a dime you know yeah, like, I mean, you, you just basically you don't, I think you that's don't a quit skill. You know what? That's funny. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool that you say that because it makes sense. Like, if you if you were to apply the skills that we've gathered, working mm-hmm. in you know, uh, you know, going in abandoned buildings, shooting in the street, you're working with very adverse situations yeah. that you have to adapt mm-hmm. to, and not many people have that skill because mm-hmm. they've never been like exposed to it. Yeah. You know, like, and it's something that we you know as, as street photographers are, and part of street meet is something that we've just. We're just used to on our end. Like we, yeah. we don't we even think twice about it. We know that you yeah. know we're at the weather's. <clears throat> excuse me. We're at the weather's uh, mercy. We mm-hmm. know that rain, snow. You know, sunny days, hot days can come hit us whenever. So oh, and that always, harsh, that nice harsh sun. Oh, oh and then, like at sixty-five percent, where that heat's <laughs> on your neck. And you got your neck strap on, <laughs> so you feel it soaking in all kinds of sweat on your fucking on your fucking viewfinder and all that bullshit. Yeah. But people don't 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 get exposed to that, and I think that's something that we take for granted. Well. Not take for granted, but we're kind of accustomed to. Yeah, it. we're just used to yeah. it, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. and some people just aren't. 
So I got a plastic bag in my camera bag because it might rain and I don't have a all you know waterproof something. <laughs> Slap that camera bag. I, mean, I would I just buy a new camera, dog. Oh, flex. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but flex. even like but even just like just street photography, just being out in the streets, you know, you may try to shoot a portrait or something you find interesting, and that person may look at you like, why the fuck are you taking my picture? Right. You know, you get like mm-hmm. feel yeah. when somebody's staring into your soul and like, mm-hmm. get that camera out my fucking face, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And some t- you, and you can see it. You yeah, yeah. And some, you some, can see it and feel it. Yeah, and sometimes you may punk out and drop your camera, act like you wasn't doing. <laughs> Doing nothing, just start looking around. Yeah, you point up like you're taking pictures of birds and shit. Yeah. Or, or you may be a stone cold killer and take that shot and get something epic. Feel Same, me? Yeah. Like, yeah. and yeah. so what I'm saying is like, stare them down. Yeah. Always yeah. take the yeah. shot. Yeah. Type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Always yeah. take the shot. And that's and that's what that's and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Where like you, I think you're more able to yeah. adapt and like you give yourself credit because yeah. you are that stone cold killer. You can yeah. see that in certain people's art. I'm saying all those skills though, like they transfer. So like we went around, but your question was about like what do I do, right? And you asked about like adaptability. So it started out, I was doing tech support. They True. and they were like, Oh, we're gonna start live streaming events. We got these cameras and we're gonna we need help figuring out how to install the software. So I was like, All right, I'll help you do that. And then I had to test it and I was like, Oh, let me see the cameras y'all got. Mm-hmm. You know. I do photography, and they were like, "Oh, you know about cameras? Hey, <laughs> come so over do here. I? Oh. <laughs> you know how to refresh your but pixels? Right, 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 right. <laughs> Sell them on random shit. Right, exactly, exactly. So it was like, yeah, I'll take a look at it. So I started playing with it there, and then the next time they needed help, they came to me again, and next thing you know, I was helping them more consistently, and. Shit so just do you rolled. want a job? <laughs> basically, yeah, that's, yeah. Basically, you know what I'm saying? And then that rolled into, okay, we're doing this. That's and now, now let's try doing video, like actually recording some stuff. Right. And I had already been doing this stuff outside of work, right? Like yeah. we've been shooting photos. Yeah, I had been catching plays and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started getting on I started getting into filmmaking. I started getting on like sets mm-hmm. and really learning things, apprenticeships, like y'all were saying. Like that's been my whole MO, right? I ain't go to college, I ain't go to school for none of this shit. Right, like that's super interesting. So I got a question for you then. Yeah. Have you ever been like, because I'm assuming like once everybody sees that like, oh, this guy knows his stuff. This guy knows cameras. This guy knows like so, like editing software, mm. and you know he knows his shit on production. Have you ever been tasked with something that you were like, oh wait, I don't know that much? Because you're saying now that you don't have any yeah, like, formal yeah, yeah. background or anything. A hundred percent. I had a project where they wanted to do headshots for all of the executive staff in the organization. But they were trying to get away from the stiff, stuffy Owen Mills, Life Touch. No offense if you work for Life Touch. <laughs> like, looking like, like backgrounds, you know what I'm saying? Bro. Yeah. She got no seasoning on it. Right, right, right. Yeah. So they were like, Lashes on full power. So they, so they were like, they wanted to get away from JPEG. that and they wanted to go with more um, natural lighting, environmental portraiture. Really, they wanted like headshots on the street. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, say less. <laughs> call it street, call it street photography. To, 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 to an extent, but it was still like... And it was still intimidating because it was like, okay, what are the logistics going to be required for executing this project? They wanted 30-something people were done, right? And we're shooting using natural light, so you know how the sun moves. It's like there's certain sweet spots, yeah, yeah. and I had to find a location that made sense mm-hmm. and consider lighting, which... It's cool if you need to just do one shot, right? You could go out with somebody, look around, find a spot, be like, this is the perfect spot. Yeah. I like the light, take here. I'm going to shoot your shot. That's one, but you got to do 30 of them. So, 30. And, the, and it's got to be a consistent look because the sun. Each. They'll probably yeah. just be like, hey, what? 
Why can't we just shoot? Why can't we just shoot? Which happens? Which which happens? Why? Let's just get these out. Get these churned out in lunchtime. But right, it's the most harsh lightning, and I got that right. So what I had to do, anytime that I'm nervous about something, I just over prepare for that shit, especially when it's my first time, because then it's like, all right, if I over prepare and I match that with my inexperience, I might break even. True. Okay. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Write that down. That's a gem right there. That's a key right there. At least least off off the first time, you know what I'm saying? Because it's gonna be it's gonna be like new. It's gonna be finally. (laughs) It's gonna be new shit that you learn in the moment because you've never done it. So I mean, you can research, and at the end of the day, all that's gonna do if you're lucky is being your subconscious because you're not gonna sit back and be like, all right. Like you'll psych yourself out if you if you let it if you let yourself. But I am gonna get in. I am gonna be in that train of thought of whatever it is that I'm about to do way before I show the fuck up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So with this, I was like, all right, cool. I got all these people. I gotta figure out when's the best time to shoot them. And I'm we're in Dupont Circle, so I'm dealing with all the foot traffic around that bitch. It's just all these different variables. So it's like, all right, look, let me just think about all these things here. I take the train to work. When I go in, I start looking at the activity. I'd look at the light. I found two spots. I was like, all right, I like these spots. I watch those spots. The same way that you scout out a band or before you made a move. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to throw that in there because I feel like Street Meet DC has like launched a lot of careers just by changing the way people think about themselves. Whole another conversation. Maybe we could talk about it later. That's but, what we're here for. Yeah. Talk, man. I'm going to do another podcast. 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 I'm going to and what would be the windows of times that I could do it. So I was like, all right, cool. Once I start getting up to like 11.30, the sun's ugly. I got people coming out here for lunch. I can't be out here taking no headshots. Yeah. So 11.30 is probably my cutoff time. What's the earliest I can get people there? These are executive people. I can't, yeah, light's probably good at sunrise, but who's going to show up to, at t- to take a picture at 8 a.m.? Yeah. For work? Nah. <laughs> so we're looking around like 9.30, 10 realistically to work with people's flow. Mm-hmm. How long do I need to shoot each person in order to get a great photo? Because what I wanted wasn't just like, I said like the OML stuff. Mm-hmm. I figured out what they were looking for, what they wanted when they were talking about these natural light, environmental. They wanted it to feel embracing. They wanted it to feel inviting. They wanted it to feel warm. They were trying to get away from the corporate, stuffy, you can't unapproachable kind of look yeah. with the business jackets to now we're shooting with the top tie on button. I mean, the top button of the shirt on button, you know what I'm saying? Smiles. Edgy. <laughs> or just yeah. corporate world that is going to trust me. I know. Or just like honestly, roll their sleeves up. Jack, uh, no. Some jacket slung over the shoulder. Yeah, but like, but, but, le- but less less professional. Because even with that, that stuff seems forced, right? Right. So if I take if I take a pose here and I fold my arms like this and I smile, you've seen that pose a hundred times. Oh, like course. you can tell somebody told them to do that, mm-hmm. or they saw that in a picture. Mm-hmm. To me, that's not really speaking to like who you are, which is what a headshot's supposed to actually communicate to so, people. So, what do you think? So, what do you think? How how do you? So, how do you break that mold? Break right. what mold? Like with the the corporate, like that stiffness. That, yeah. That. that. Like what oh, do you, yeah, like it's what do you easy. Do? People are people. True. Feel me? So it's laugh. like, yeah. And honestly, like you deal with other people. Like I've shot these corporate headshots. I've done. I did those, which I'll finish talking about that project. But I did another one where it was just like in the, this. In this room, we had a background, I had a strobe, and it was like 50 people coming through like McDonald's. Like, you come through, you get a headshot, you're out. You come through, you get a headshot, you're out. And it was cool. It was like speed dating, you know what I'm saying? So I, so we got, a, I got maybe about 
five minutes with each person and it's like, all right, let me establish a quick connection so that way I can get something out of you other than looking like you don't want to be here. Right. And then we'll send you like on your way. It's the first thing that you just, you just have to get one for your LinkedIn or yeah, something. Yeah, but yeah, but then you meet, you hey, see, keep that you see LinkedIn all these profiles shot fresh. I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with y'all. Yeah, you can use a selfie on LinkedIn now. Like mm-hmm. it's it's different. But what I was gonna say is like you meet all these different personalities like immediately, and it's like some people. I was looking at them like, dang, he's probably gonna be a little bit hard to get to smile. He was the goofiest guy the whole time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Completely warm. Some people that maybe looked like they weren't approachable. We're great. And the other way around, some people that came in super like bubbly looked terrible on camera. And I'm just like, <laughs> Damn. and I'm sitting here like, you know what? Are you pretty, but you, you low key ugly as shit. I'm si- <laughs> low key, you know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm sitting here like, that's why I'm like being detached from the arcs. It's like, snap, cool, did my job, next. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Keep it moving. And you meet a lot of different people, and they're just people at the end of the day. So, with that other project, when I was outside and I'm figuring that out, I was considering that actually. Like, what type of person is this? So that way I can figure out how long it's going to take for them to look good in a picture. Right. And there was some, mm-hmm. and I, I was thinking like that more. It's good to know that to you know don't get key. to know that for, you don't get to know that for everybody, right? But mm-hmm. I was like, all right, on average, I'll probably need about twenty minutes per person to deal with the people that are completely comfortable, all the way to the people that are uncomfortable. Right. Because I feel like most people are uncomfortable, and for real, in those corporate structures, most people are. That's why they have those types of poses. Like here with the Shelter, arms, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're not gonna get that whole I'm out, I'm extravagant, I'm all open. It's very, very reserved, honestly. So it's like, all right, how do I find that middle ground between comfortable for you but still warm and inviting? And it was like, all right, cool. Let's just try to get it to a point where they're having a good time. I know technically I got what I need because I'm using the sun and. As long as there's no people in the background, which I had to deal with sometimes because it's DuPont. Right. You shoot, you roll with the punches. Certain things happen. Like, bro, I was supposed to shoot one person. I had them scheduled, and there was a homeless person literally right where we were going to go shoot. Nah, damn. And I couldn't go and tell the guy to move. Like, we we didn't have permits, which is, like, another thing. Like, all this corporate stuff, like, they're just people. They're going to be like, hey, let's just get a camera and go shoot. You may think it's a big production. It's not. Anyways. so Adaptable. That was, so I was like, all right, I just got to kill that location. We're going to go to this other one, and I'm going to make sure I get the shot there. They only needed one picture at the end of the day, and so we did that. But you got to roll with the punches with shit, feel me? Like, and I think that's what really people appreciate in that kind of corporate structure, because like I said, they're all humans. Mm-hmm. So as long as you keep moving towards a solution, like you're going to mess up. Right. People are going to have problems. But if you're like, all right, this is, what hap- this is what needs to happen next for us to keep going, sometimes they don't even care what happened. It's yeah, like, all right, yeah. as long as we get there, we cool. You know right. what I'm saying? In the corporate setting, they just want the results. They don't give a shit what it took for you to get there. And if it's billable hours... I mean, as long as it don't cost money, because you lose some... You lose... Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you may play, lose your job man. if some stuff costs money and it didn't make no sense. <laughs> but that's where I've, I've always believed, like, knowing what I'm talking about, at least a little bit, right? You ain't got to know everything, but know enough to be able to explain it to some degree, right? Right. And, like, that's where I feel like... What I was talking about with photography, like... I do those three different areas, right? Like, I wouldn't consider myself a multimedia any fucking thing, right? Like, I'm a cinematographer. Multimedia, I feel like, it's just a word thrown around. It is. Like, it it's is. just like, it's I know, I, I know how to it's use it. It's a digestible label for people <laughs> to understand it, what yeah, you do. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. It's like, it's like, never mind. Anyway. If I told somebody that, like, oh, I'm, 
I'm a photographer and graphic designer, but not an illustrator, and I can do some video on exactly. Premiere Pro. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's really what it is. So you do what now? Exactly. Multimedia, man. I'm just so multimedia. You do exactly. multi- Media, right? Basically, <laughs> yeah. that, that's one type of media. That's another. There's yeah, multiples. So multi. That's multimedia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Basically, yeah. But media of multiples. Yeah, I was saying like that's what I that's what I consider myself, right? That's what I would identify as, right? And with any art form, there's it's a craft, right? So you learn it. The more you care, right? The deeper that you right. fall in love with it and start asking more questions and really trying to understand some shit. That's really in any of the art forms, right? Taking that, you can learn anything in work, right? So if somebody's like, oh, we got to figure out how to do a podcast, I mean, you figured out how to do this, right? You started off with one mic in the beginning. It worked. It wasn't the best, but it worked, <laughs> yeah. right? Cool. Worked, so yeah. it was like we you accomplished our out. goal. Out yeah. Yeah. Right. Conversa- conversation was good enough. We were like, oh, yeah, actually, we could do right. this. And yeah. it was like, I can take what worked there, and I can improve on that right. shit. Right. And then you keep doing that, and next thing you know, people are calling you a fucking professional. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Sure. I guess. We're about to be, we're, right. we're about to be like, serious. I guess like, so. Yeah, so. We know how to set up guys. five mics and get the levels <laughs> yeah, right. And, and it's like, yeah, and it's like you can go and get training and go to school, yeah. but it's all about the knowledge and the information, right? How you get it, it matters to, to an extent, extent yeah. but only as it's related to the quality. Because if you go to school and you're getting trash teachers and trash info, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. And you may fuck around and think that's law. That's, that's how it's standard. supposed to be. Yeah. yeah, and you've been taught the wrong thing. So mm-hmm. I think it's a balance between that. Check and you're just like, no, I don't <laughs> know what to do with this. <laughs> yeah, and for real, you, you can figure it out if you really care. You know if what I'm saying? You, if you care enough about anything, you'll figure out how to do it the right way. Like it's I YouTube feel like Academy, you, man. It's the information's out there for yeah, you to go find it. Yeah, no, because you'll know because you're not satisfied. Right, right. I, I because you like want more, you want better. Yeah, you know? I feel like that's people, how I how I figure things out. Because and what I do, especially, I can relate to a lot of what you're what you're telling me right now. I've been in situations where I've been tasked with things that I had no knowledge of, mm-hmm. like shit involving, let's just say, for instance, uh, graphic design. I'm not. I have no formal graphic design background or anything like that. But I have been told, like, oh, we need shirts. We need this. Extravagant uh, 36 by 24 poster that we need to replace. It's in our always lottery. extravagant. They and always I'm just want like, like the flyest shit. And I'm just like, man, I know how I've used Canva in college. Shit, you bet. Microsoft Word in college. Wow. But like, damn, Pierre. Microsoft Paint in college. I had no idea you went to college. How do you think I got this job? But Trash ass By the way, we don't have internships just yet. But no, like, I. I've been in that point, and, and sometimes you just think about it like, well, obviously they're entrusting me with this, and I guess it all—it's all going to depend on, depend on the person giving you the job. Because mm-hmm. some people just have total misunderstanding and think you can just do everything and right, expect right, right. the world of you. But fortunately for me, I've been in situations. It's input twice on the TV. This guy's a professional. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, Amazing. you know, you've heard the saying like, people don't quit their job; they quit their supervisors, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. having good support behind you is like super important. Obviously, you know yeah. what I'm saying. And when it's your job and you have that support system, mm-hmm. you sometimes will just be like, "Well, screw it. Uh, yeah. Somebody's paying me to do something. I'm going to figure it out." Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's the model. That's 100 correct. The stream yeah. me is for free, but you can come out here and figure it out, right? Yeah, you, know, you figure yeah. it out a lot. Like you said earlier, you learn how to operate in places you're not supposed to be in. Exactly. You know, I find that corporate environments are a little bit more. You have to be with more with like white gloves. You have to have your white gloves on because people are so like 
hot and toddy. And like, you you stared the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, you, dog. I, you I, corporate. I, I had to stare at you. I was just, I thought you was going to say something, so I just started <laughs> staring at you. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Y'all locked eyes a little too long. Fuck you up. That's why it's weird now. Y'all didn't have to look at each other for like 30 minutes. That shit felt weird. I thought he was going to say something. Like you felt like you felt like you felt you felt like you needed it's like somebody yeah. 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 locked both eyes were matching both eyes <laughs> yeah that's just fascinating yeah. like yeah how eye contact how eye contact will like really like throw some shit off like even like down to like animals right so like dogs i don't look at them in their eye because i got bit through my fucking hand. I mean, if I know the dog, cool. But if I don't know the dog, oh, no, I'm act like you, dominance, I'm man. act like you don't. Ex- I'm act like you don't exist, bro. Because <laughs> I'm gonna keep that shit moving. Feel when me? He bites you, okay. When he okay. bites you, you just grab him. And you just look it right in the eye. Grab him by the right, but that's but that's what I'm saying, mm, right? So in those instances, that's effective, right? But what is it about direct eye communi- eye contact? I bite my dogs. Wait, what pause. is but what is that what that? is that about yeah. like in animals? Just not nah, just people in general. Y'all it's, just locked eyes and feel like y'all had a gay moment. No offense. No offense. No offense. No offense to nothing. But it was it was it was uncomfortable, right? But I'm no, like, it wasn't uncomfortable. I was just trying to figure out what the. What the like, you thought you, you thought you were going to say something. I thought you were going to say something. But why? Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Why would you, yeah, you think? Yeah. He, why would you think he was going to say something? Right? I just feel like it's communication there. Yeah. That's what. That's what I'm it's getting. It's kind of like yeah. a that's pun type of thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Eye contact is important. It's that took me on a whole different. Like when you're working in the corporate world. Yeah, oh, you yeah, make sure yeah. firm handshake. Yeah, make eye contact. Eye contact. Yeah. Make eye contact. Strong eye contact in the corporate <laughs> office. Let's yeah, say that. Yeah. People, if, it's like talking to, not to diminish people, but like it's like dealing with dogs. Yeah. Like if you make eye contact, oh, yeah. they know you're not bullshit. It's like back to the back to photography. Uh, I, I shot an event on Capitol Hill where I'm uncomfortable. Like, let's be honest, I can live in the corporate world. I have a lot more fun doing street meat stuff. Honest to God. I would hope so. Shit. I mean, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Shrinking and doing work. Yeah. You're, you're part of the team. Yeah. <laughs> but in moments Guys, like that, doing burnout. that's where my adaptability has to kick in because <laughs> all these people live in that world. I mean, so if people don't know, I got the CNN right now, the whole impeachment bullshit. Yeah, background. this shit crazy. But I'm dealing with people like senators and representatives, and I got to take their picture. And these motherfuckers are sharks. Right. You know, right, what do you do yeah, with a shark? Right. You look a shark dead in the fucking eye. You know if they're coming at you or not. So that's right. the kind of situation there where you yeah. have to be adaptable. When I left there, I went and grabbed drinks with this guy. I was way <laughs> more comfortable grabbing drinks than taking pictures over here in Capitol Hill. Like, it's cool and all to say, you know, oh, I went on Capitol Hill. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. But in reality, I'd rather be in a bando taking pictures, dealing with, like, the law. Yeah, like, that's more comfortable to me than mm-hmm. walking through those halls trying to take pictures. Yeah, I mean it's not more comfortable to me, but I'm with you on that. But shit. you get what I'm saying to a degree. I, yeah, yeah, to, <laughs> a degree, to a degree. Like if you were a heated ass band, or like you over here at this this Thurgood Marshall, that's the that's the school out there. That's Whoa. like, oh, nah, man, everyone knows I mean, about yeah. that. We got Thurgood, man. We got the okay from the Bando King Frank, so we could talk about that. Okay, okay, Frank, shout out to Frank. Frank, 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 give us a green light on that. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's already dead. I mean, it's already yeah. been exposed. That's just the hottest one ever. Yeah. And I've like, even been to that one. I already know about it. Shit. You never been to Thurgood? No, I've been to that one now. Oh, oh Field trip. What? <laughs> hey, Louise. Next week, me at Thurgood. I have fly coming soon. Bandos ever been interesting to you? Uh, yes, but with the right people. Mm. Um, I've had, because I've had um, uh, models approach me. 
Because every time, whenever I get approached about a portrait shoot or anything like that, and I'm always like, okay, well, let's talk concepts. What do you want to do? I want to wear all red in a dilapidated building with graffiti, <laughs> and I'm going to stand there and look really nice in a nice red dress. Yeah, it's like usually outlandish <laughs> stuff. And honestly, it's some of it is stuff like we, like, I'm not going to lie, I probably could pull off. Like they would send me like a photo of somebody else's bando shot. And it's like, oh, I want to do something like something cool and like kind of creepy and kind of like black mirror-ish here this bando mm. and i'm like okay but do you really understand what goes into that kind of thing we're breaking laws do you understand right. that yeah, yeah. Do you realize do you realize like the kind of risks that you're bringing upon yourself and it's just it, it's just it's never been an opportunity that i wanted to take up with portraiture right and honestly if i were ever able if i were ever to do it i would do it with probably these guys here Mm. Not only because they um, like they understand like we all the risks and but yeah, hunters. they have experience and they know they know their <laughs> shit and they know more than me. I wish I could yeah. put this shit on my resume. I, I, <laughs> right. I have experience. <laughs> in that, I mean, Please hire me. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta corporatize it. So my you man gotta got be seventy like, under his belt. Man, mm. abandoned, abandoned building surveyor. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's something that I. I'm a real estate I'm photographer in, of uh, expired buildings. <laughs> <laughs> I have led expeditions of <laughs> condemned building expert. Yeah. It's something that I sit back and like think about if the. Reward is worth the risk, right? Exactly. I don't know. So what's the reward? On. Back then we were right. all about the so likes. That's, 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 where I was, that's the that's first question. Say, what's the reward? What is the reward? The likes, motherfucker. The likes. The comments. Back then it was a likes. Come on, let's not kid ourselves. We were all about the fucking likes. Absolutely. If I didn't get over 20 likes in five minutes, I'd be like, yo, this shit's trash. This picture's trash. I didn't use split tones. No wonder. For me, it's the experience of it. Yeah, it definitely I think it's because it's like waking up at three o'clock in the morning morning driving for two and a half hours parking mm-hmm. in some like nondescript fucking neighborhood and making sure no one sees you park you grab your bags real fucking fast you zip up you wear an all black or gray and you fucking beeline through the woods next thing you know you're like peeking out the side making sure security ain't seeing you and next thing you know like yo run because you remember that time we had to go to that little Bruh, place I, out there i've lucky been on a lot a lot of the experiences i've been there i'm sure i'm a sure but you get you know a what lot I'm of saying? Like, a lot of shit bro. and then it's like yeah. you get in the building you're like all right time yo we got an hour because the sun's right. still coming up we got an hour to set up let's get these pictures and then it's when you're leaving it's like damn this is the hot moment because the sun's out anyone can see you everybody awake now mm-hmm. and then yeah. you got bust out walk out there, and then walk out there casual because once you're off the property now you just gotta look casual no one Basically. asks no questions like a big ass bag on your back. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, it's that after moment when you get back to the car, you're sitting in a car with everybody you went with, and you're like, y'all take that moment to just say, yeah. So if nobody saw the photos, would you still feel like it was worth it? I have so it many sounds photos. Like, oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 That's some shit you bring out the archives right there. So looking in, I would say just that exactly that. That experience of kind of like, it's pulling well, going, it off. Going through that, especially with your group of friends. Yeah. Is, that's the most... It's worth more than just a couple of instances. And there's a bond to sit there in a car for a couple really, hours yo, with some photographers shit, talking like shit. Like you said earlier, what, what was that you said earlier? The, it, 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 uh, creates, it created bonds? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, it created know, some like, bonds. Like, what? Just that. Bro, that's like anything. When you, go on, when you go through any type of like situation where there's risk with people mm-hmm. or where there's potential danger, you're going to have accelerated bonding, right? So, like, yeah, we could, you know... Just vibe out all the time. Maybe just kick it, go to the club, go get drinks, beers. Cool. You know what I'm saying? 
we're friends, mm-hmm. quote unquote. But that's not the same as like you being with somebody that like y'all had to run for your lives. You know what I'm saying? Or you really you, went you through hear some one shit. Noise, like, oh, yeah, oh, like that's gonna fence. feel yeah, like and a then diff- you gotta run. That's yeah. that's gonna feel a little bit different, yeah. right? So yeah, like that's what we were going through mm-hmm. in this time period, right? So then you have the meets, and then outside of that, you're because we were just so obsessed with photography. <laughs> that's a great way to put it. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, we it was we it was really obsessed. obsessed, bro. Yeah. I look back at some of these photos. I was like, damn, we was on a roof. Right. Like, or in the we middle was, of the city? Yeah, or like, <laughs> r- like there was this one spot. I don't remember what city we were in. Aaron was there. Pittsburgh? Maybe, probably. Because we was working out in Pittsburgh. Yeah. But it was me. Yeah. Like, it was work. So, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I never went to Yeah, but all, yeah. all of that, like, oh, I want to show up at the joint. I want to take the cool pictures and get the light. Like, nah, this shit was work. Like, we had to go there. Me and Frank had to scope that shit out the day uh-huh. before to fucking make sure there was no cops or see what the activity was right, like. Exactly. Just sitting in the whip, don't know where the fuck you at. And you're just looking <laughs> around. Key. And all these places is probably in some place where it's not really like the best area, yeah, right? That's the so reason why it's abandoned. Yeah, so we yeah. sitting out there looking around, like, all right, cool. I think we can go through here. I think we can go there. Go out there. Might try a little, see a ladder, see how sturdy it is real quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Check, check, check the gates yeah, to see if you can open Because it's like, it's like, because we only have 10 minutes to get in and I need to know if this ladder can hold the weight of three people. That's how right. I'm thinking, right? right? Mm-hmm. Somebody else may not be thinking that, but that's how I'm thinking on the, when we're out here. Because I'm like, if anybody gets hurt, it's a wrap for yeah. all of us. Hell, or, everybody. or we're gonna Cut have them loose. Yeah, or we're gonna have to leave them hanging, right? Yeah. And it was like nobody wants to take that out. Nobody really wants to be in that situation because yeah. you yeah. gonna really see some character at that point. Yeah. Where it's like you yeah. gonna yeah. think somebody was your bro, but next yeah, thing you like, know, everybody's know. gone. You know what I'm saying? So we're sitting there figuring it all out, scoping and whatnot. The day comes, we go. You have to climb through something, jump up. This is like where adaptability comes in. Because you may try one window, it doesn't work. I don't remember what we had to do. We had to climb some shit. We had to climb climb some fucking rope and get all the way up and enter on a window that was like three stories up. And then climb up in this window, and now we're, in, now we're in, quote-unquote, Narnia, right? And it's, and it's lit, and we have, we have a place, but you still got to pay attention. You still got to be gotta safe. Use, you still got to watch yo, out for asbestos. Your senses Every are so fucking is, heightened, yeah. man. Yeah, everything is, is so super heightened. heightened. Super it's, heightened, it's, bro. It's wild, because you, like, you, you catch yourself like breathing heavy. Until, like, like, you, like, when I went, and, like When I went with Frank, I went to uh, out in... Um, Some spot? Pennsylvania somewhere. Yeah. It was, a, it was a church or something or other. I don't know, whatever it was. I took pictures of it. <laughs> I would hope. <laughs> but, but no, but I, just, I remember catching myself, and I was like, I, 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 could, I, like, I was like breathing really heavy, because yeah, I was like, yeah. my brain was just so focused on hearing where mm-hmm. my the rest of my body wasn't thinking about that I oh shit I got to breathe so I got to mm-hmm. you know and yeah. I was like damn that was like, like you can't even shoot at a low shutter speed hands all shaking and shit no that's that's what it is sometimes no like situation yeah. for real yeah, 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 yeah. but that's how yeah. it is sometimes cuz you're really sure. you're you're really in the moment mm-hmm. when you're in those buildings and you know that at any time Anybody can just be like, hey, shit, hit hey, the fan. hey, not uh, supposed to be doing that. <laughs> yeah, 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 I can't be doing that. Basically, <laughs> and then and when you, if you hear anything like that, that's that's not a voice of your friends that are with you. Mm. You're you're just you're ready to fucking go. Yeah, yeah. Fuck so it. it's <laughs> like when you're sitting there, and you're deciding, all right, am I about to go and take this risk with this person? Mm-hmm. You're really like looking it's at trust, somebody. It's a trust yeah, aspect. so you're yeah. having to establish those relationships. You're seeing like off the first time because when we first went up to Thurgood. That shit was like a fucking field trip, bro. It yeah. was like wait, 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 hold on. When did, when did you did you go? Who did yeah, you go I was with? there for the first time with Frank 
had on the fucking helmet with the smoke bomb. We was all in the pool. Oh, yeah. Clean yeah, as yeah. shit. Wait, hold this up. Is back Bro, in 2016. Was, wasn't Mike there? Mike This is back in 2016. Probably, man. We was like 13 deep. Like, yeah. it was yeah. 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 That's a no but, no, 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 Let me clarify something because people move differently, right? So you see like all these different groups. People want to go and say, hey, I'm going to be responsible for taking a group of people to go and risk their fucking well-being in right. this environment. Cool. We broke that shit the fuck up. <laughs> Somebody had been there first, probably Aaron, had been there just exploring because it, that's around your way. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, oh, he already, yeah. so, okay. so he already knew how, and that's the best way to find shit. Right, it's right. just exploring your community because, or just environments in general. That's how you're supposed to find these places, these treasures. You're not supposed to not, ask people. Not really, but you can, right? We live in a microwave era, bro. Like, people Uber Eats meals, right? Cool. All right, so you want to... Microwave era. Yeah, so you want to Uber Eats... Yeah, you want to Uber Eats the location straight to your phone. Cool, I get it. So we had somebody that had been there before. Mm -hmm. He already kind of knew this is where you got to go. This is the door that gets in. We went in in, like, waves of two. Mm -hmm. I think like it was one group of five or six because mm -hmm. thirteen people all moving at once looks crazy. Yeah, it was I, like I it was I like everybody shoot a music video in that spot. Bruh, it was like yeah. everybody stay down here. One person's gonna go up there. Is gonna call four of you. You run like hell and get yeah. up in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. gonna wait, make sure nobody got seen, mm -hmm. and then we're gonna bring the rest of y'all in. And then we all got into shit, and it was cool. It was lit. It was in there. It wasn't hot. You know, and, and we no, at that time it was them. not. It wasn't, it wasn't even tagged up. It wasn't tagged up at all. Bro, that, that whole Those wave was that whole movies. wave was just getting started in like 2015. Good. You know what I'm saying? Mm, shit, yeah, so then we went in there and everybody had this good time together. We're, we're still all relatively new at photography, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you two, Pierre Man. and Aaron, y'all were like fucking gods to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit. Like I would, I would look at your photos and be like, oh, these niggas is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at Pierre with the lines. Like this shit is so yeah. dynamic. Yeah. And I'm looking at Aaron, I'm just like, look at that soft background. Like, how you so, do that? How you yeah. do that, man? And the colors, it's just so it's just so crazy. Cause I didn't even know that I knew Aaron when I first Met Aaron. I didn't know again. I knew him either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I met him again. It's the worst sad joke. No, it's the worst. Like at my at the first meet, I thought Antoine was Aaron. I was like, Are you? Oh, what? I was like, Are you third Black Key? And he was like, No, I'm Antoine. I was like, I'm Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I'm Malcolm. Nice to meet you. You know what I'm saying? My bad, but yo, what's your Instagram? That was maybe no, that was Georgetown. That was Georgetown. Was Georgetown. Did, did it yeah. rain there? I feel like yeah, it rained there because like yeah, when it's when, cause when yeah. it first started, we were all like standing underneath the whatever like yeah, the cover yeah, was, yeah. and it was just weird because I was like, don't none of us know each other, <laughs> but we all got to stand close to each other and get yeah. out the rain. Yeah. And then afterwards, you know, the rain cleared up and we caught plays. And then I realized I had already knew Aaron from way back. Like mm -hmm. when we was playing in go-go bands. Yeah. Oh, nice. That, and that's that, right. That's the connection between the, yeah. the two of y'all. Yeah. And so then I was like, oh, you take pictures now. Yeah. Fucking amazing. <laughs> and I didn't see him as Aaron from High Quality anymore. Right, right. This man was third black key, the fucking fire-ass photographer. Yeah, yeah. But still Aaron, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. It was just, uh, I don't even remember how so the fuck So That's really. HQB over here. What's your band? I played in a couple of bands. Oh, okay. You multifaceted. Okay. Not really. It's not something that's really like held up high. I mean, with Gogo, it's experience, man. Not really. I mean, to an extent. So, yeah. I mean, from an outsider's perspective, Gogo's the fact different, that you, though. you know, that's 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 the regional or the city's wave. Like that's that's like yeah. what's home here. Yeah. Like if you disrespect Gogo, you're disrespecting the city, essentially. Pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. for me to like to know that you played in the band at that time or still do, like that's tight for me. Like 
shit, I know a go-go band player. Like, I want to go back home and tell people that, oh, shit, I saw that on BET. Motherfucker, I know people in the city that do that. <laughs> yeah. Granted, it's like, you know, slow key and all that, but well, I go-go. think that's great to know. I mean, go-go is amazing, and it's, it's interesting because, like, we were young back then. Yeah. Like, shit, how old were you? 12 years ago. Do you ago. remember how old you were? Shit. I was, I was like 16 when I first started playing in the yeah, band. Yeah, for me, I started in, like, 07. Or whatnot, okay. you know, my first band was called KOB. You know, they're a group of guys from Uptown. Okay. Um, and then... So you guys have been creators your whole lives then. Yeah. I've been playing keyboard for about 10 years now. Yeah. 10 plus years. So people that don't know, third black key is A sharp on the, the scale. Right, because my man Aaron Sharp. That's <laughs> 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 self-explanatory, you know what I'm saying? It took me like two years sending emails with him what on the shit fuck the is third black key? And I was like, third black key. And then I saw his email and, was, and I was like... And I'm a sharp motherfucker. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's right. This man is sharp. <laughs> sharp as shit. God damn. Look at those. Look at his photos. Listen to his music. God damn. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. My man's been an artist. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Um, I think that's something that resonates, I think, for anyone that comes out and does photos more than a year. Because you know, we meet people that, like, what, a year later, oh, yeah. I'm just doing my other thing. I'm DJing now. Or oh, I'm producing beats yeah, now. Yeah. That ain't knocking it. Everyone should find their creative outlet. Everyone needs a creative outlet. But to find that people like have long term creative endeavors, I'm like, okay. Like I was a creative writer for like three and a half, four years. Now I'm taking pictures and it's already five years in for me. So like I realized that the longer you stay with a task, the more creative you tend to be throughout your life. And I think that's mm. something that speaks to the two of you. Mm-hmm. You were sixteen, you said oh seven, you must have been what? I was 18? just I mean, I probably younger? I'm trying to think, did I even start before? That was like my senior year in high school. I think I started oh, playing. Oh, so yeah, 17, 18 I think years I, old. But I think I started playing like 06, you know? Mm-hmm. And even then, like, mm-hmm. I was already, I was at Duke Ellington playing classical piano. So, like, nice. I, it didn't even make no sense for me to be in a go-go band. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> it was fun, I bet. Yeah, I mean, and I'm showing up with this big, I got an 88 key Korg Ooh, that's TR. Heavy as fuck. Weighted keys. <laughs> right? So, this, so this is the keyboard that I had, like, just playing in the house and whatnot. And I was like, yeah, I got a keyboard. I can bring my keyboard. And I'm sitting around lugging this big ass, like, Six foot, seven foot ass keyboard around to all these goddamn go go's, bro. I'm talking about, and we like, we like, we're like, what, 16, 17 years old, you know what I'm saying? Some of us got cars, some of us don't. I have a man on the bus with the fucking Nah, 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 but but on on some real shit, there were people that did that, right? Like, nah, for sure, but like, that was part of it, right? That was like Mm -hmm. part of. Being in a band, yeah, like sacrifice that sacrifice that people was making. Like, you may not even have the best keyboard, you may not have the most expensive timbales or whatnot, but. If you crank, happen. you crank. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, if you yeah, can make yeah. it good, I guess then that you're good, applies to photography don't. too. You know, yeah. it, it, it yeah, applies with it, sure. it applies with, you do. It applies with with anything. You know what I'm saying. And so, you know, I've been playing for a brick, and then I joined a band called True Expressions. They're up in Northwest also. True. Um, then I moved. I was with True Expressions for a brick too. That's family. And then I joined a group called New Impressions. Mm-hmm. I played with them for a brick. That's family too. After that. I had quit for a brick. Like, I stopped. And I started getting into photography, actually. True. Um, no, not 100% true. I stopped playing. Somebody else came and got me off the couch and said, hey, we want you to play in the band. Then with that group for a while. And then my manager gave me a camera because I was, at that time, doing graphic design. 
and like editing our own videos and whatnot, just making our flyers. Yeah, yeah. Because that's like the thing. It was like I learned how to make flyers because we had to make flyers for our shows. Joints used to be trash way back, bro. <laughs> I mean, and they still probably. I mean, they are. All right. I mean, yeah, Aaron, you were, do you remember that shit when yeah, I was like designing shit? Yeah, you was. Yeah, you, was that was it? Was it fire? Was, was it trash? That, was shit was, all right? that shit was tough, bro. It was all right. All right. I think it was tough, bro. No, I mean, <laughs> no, he made that, that shit was tough, bro. I used to be saying before, for that era, for that perspective, it may have been tight, like for what it was. I mean, I don't know if you've seen some of these flyers, but like, I've seen some. When I was, bro, when I was on Facebook, when I was younger, I was like, oh, there's a company called Create DC. That's the main place that people are going to get. Their flyers done. Mm-hmm. I could design some shit better than that. Right. I'm about to take these niggas out. Like that was <laughs> that was my that was my mentality. I'm, going, I'm coming throats. What's that, up? That was my <laughs> that was my mentality back then. You know what I'm saying? And so it was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna work at it. And now I look back at it, that shit trash for me. Like, and I feel like that's part of no, art. No, that's part of growth. That's how you. That's that, part of art, bro. Like, if you if you take yourself now, right, and yeah. you look at those shots from like 2015, oh, that I was oh, like, oh, oh my god, trash. these no, are the no, best no, photos no, ever. They look like trash. I cringe when I look at my old shots like that. I cringe my whole website and clarity 100. Yeah, this is gonna look like. I didn't even know about the fucking curve. Saturation is 100. It's gonna look like trash. I'm still learning the curve. I'm still learning the the red, green, and blues. Working mm-hmm. with those, man, yeah. that make a huge yeah. difference. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a pain yeah. in the ass. It helps but with yeah. skin tone. Yeah. I'd say that right now. Like when you go into not just linear, but you go into the actual the green, reds, mm-hmm. and blues, mm-hmm. it really does help with skin tones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it but makes I everything mean, look much more vibrant. But you're not you even alive. you're not even looking at skin tones when you first start shooting. Oh, absolutely you know not. Of course, at yo, is it sharp enough? <laughs> man, clarity hundred. Yeah, or <laughs> highlights hundred. You're looking at shooting. Maybe looking at one point eight. Basically, yeah. I want that blurry black background on everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you did, but I you want did that blurry background on a group shot. <laughs> right, 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 right. Shout out to the iPhone Shout out to the iPhone like the first five people in the very front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody else is blurry. It's like, why the fuck is this shit blurry? Okay, on four, dog. Put that bitch on four. But you did, what you did at that time, you considered it your best, right? You thought that shit was fine, right? Yeah, I was stunning. Man. Yeah, right. I was flexing, man. What are you Eleven talking? likes, you can't see names, bro. Yeah, yeah, so, so that's part of it, right? So, like, I, one thing I don't know. Some people, some people, some people, raw, you told me some people would sit and try to and, and say like, "Oh, you're a perfectionist." Like, if you really care about your craft, mm-hmm. which I think is whack as fuck, because like I think you should try to do your best. Right. And if you really know what's up, you know your best is gonna suck. Like. In like right. five years when you know way more. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like being an artist teaches you to be a lifelong student right. and to really look down at a reflective level as to why certain things aren't happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And to realize that certain things happen that are beyond your fucking control, right? So like when you play at with a band mm-hmm. and you're cranking the fuck out of a show, mm-hmm. you may be sitting there like, I don't even know how we did that motherfucker, but we did that motherfucker, <laughs> bro. Like that shit was cranking like yeah. I don't dog, maybe that was you, dog. Like you <laughs> you the secret ingredient, you know what I'm saying? But you came in that bitch, you did yeah. your best. Sometimes mm-hmm. it works out, sometimes it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when it works out and you realize it's bigger than you, like that's art to me. Where mm-hmm. it's like, all right, you come, you do you get the best that you're supposed to, and then who knows where that shit goes. Like that's where I feel like now we don't really appreciate that shit. Now we try to manipulate that shit way too fucking much. You know what I'm saying? People will put something online, 
throw it out there, see somebody else's shit blew up, and it's like, all right, how can I get that same result? Right. What's yes. the quickest no. way that I can get yeah. that same? Let's fucking just say result? there's a lot of photographers that look like a lot of photographers. <laughs> yeah, and that's Content-wise. cool. Like, I mean, you learn, but yeah. it's like if you're not doing it with the intention of developing yourself, it's a waste of fucking time. Right. Because you know there saying? are people that just follow hypes. That's yeah. all. Yeah. That's all they do. Yeah. yeah. I'll be honest. I think the whole like my whole appeal to the bandle thing was because I saw all of y'all doing it. I was like, yeah. that's it. No, Bruh, that's, no, all, that's, that's all. That's all we do at the All of this shit is you saw somebody else did that shit. You liked it. Now you want to do it, which is how you learn. Right. But I think we all learned it and we grew from that. We didn't stick to just that. that. Yeah. 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 The people who've stuck to that for the last five years, I say congratulations to you because then you found your 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 style. They really like doing that. Everything got better from there. The editing got better. The composition got better. Mm -hmm. Their tones, their moodiness. Mm -hmm. Using hype words. But it all got better. Tones, oh, yeah. bro. And you, and you made <laughs> tones, yeah, And you may try out some shit that you saw and realize that ain't for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But that's all towards wedding to photography. Me. That shit ain't for right, me, right. So yeah. that's what I was gonna ask Aaron. You shot that concert. Like, would you do it again? Uh, yeah, but you I will it? do different genres. Um, okay, probably a genre that I'm, I'm familiar with. Like, right. you know, R&B, hip hop. Uh, maybe none of that up. white people shit. Like, no. <laughs> just say say how it is. Yeah, dog. it'll definitely be have to you be something to that, that music. We should have switched roles that day, bro. I'd have uh, been like, ah! yeah, you, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely. It definitely wasn't my style. Of, <laughs> definitely yeah, wasn't my fair. style of music, but I mean, but it got you out your comfort zone. Right? Got me out my comfort zone for right. sure. For and sure. you learned some shit. Yeah, definitely from that experience. Right, from that experience. That's what I'm saying. Like, you do some shit because you saw some shit, right? I mean, you seen concert photos. You probably seen other people. You like. All right, shit. Why can't I do that shit? You try it, and now it's like, all right, cool. I'm gonna take something away from that, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep it moving as far as me building myself up. You know, and I think that's completely fine, right? If you're not doing that though, if you're just like, all right, I'm gonna go shoot this concert because I want to be like China, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Who's fucking killing it? Always, yeah. man. That's yeah, China. You're yeah. never gonna be that person, right? You're never mm-hmm. gonna be China. China shoots with a completely different way than anybody else, right? Just mm-hmm. off this, just off of strictly genetics, bro. Like you're a guy, she's a girl. She's a different mm-hmm. way of perceiving the world. You're never gonna be like her. So if you're right. comparing yourself to her, right. I'm trying to be like China. You're never gonna feel like you actually accomplished your fucking goal, mm-hmm. which. That's where I think like we get fucked up with a lot of this technology shit and with a lot oh, yeah. of this like seeing each other's mm-hmm. stuff. It's like comparing it, and it's one thing you, you only put out your best work. It's definitely yeah. like a double-edged sword. Yeah, because now it's a beautiful time for, for oh, creators yeah. because being yeah. able to kind of like instantly just pull out your phone and be inspired and and see other people's work and have your work be seen is cool. Yeah, I just want another one. But like exactly like you said, but that leaves a lot of room for you to just kind of like always be judging yourself based on somebody else's work. Right, right. My, so, my number one, my, I don't mean to cut you off no, no, because this is a short nugget. No, my thing ahead. that I've been that I've been holding on to, especially internally, especially when I look at like the environment in the city, is other people's success don't define your success. Mm. Uh, so like I feel like when you do that double edged sword thing, when you see like in China out there killing like the fireest um, concert shots that you're gonna see. A part of me is like, that's great. May she continue to succeed. Good luck. But I'm going to succeed where I know where I can succeed. And for me, who knows where that's at? I feel like a lot of times I'm still looking like where my photography should be at. Is it really landscapes? Is it postcard shit? Is it street shit? Is it you know product photography? Is it portraiture? Is it studio shit? But I feel like I shouldn't have to define my success based on how well someone else is doing within right. their field. And I think I take that to a street meet level as well. Like I think I preach that behind the scenes all the time. Oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah. hey, that's great for them. Fuck them. No disrespect, but fuck them. Let's focus on our shit. Let's right. make sure mm-hmm. that when people come to us for something, 
we provide them with our best efforts. Right. It's like when people come to you for your video production or for you for your fight photography, we go to Aaron for some street photography or Pierre for some videos. They're coming to us because we provide that value. Right. right. And that's kind of like, don't define yourself against somebody Yeah, but else. you learn that shit through observing and, and mm -hmm. trying it out, right? That, that's, that's my point. And that's one of the things where I feel like Street Meet DC is like an echo chamber for that, right? Because you're out here, you may be coming in to... This is like your first time, right? Just learning about a camera. I'm going to first build up the courage to go around all these other people that I think are fucking experts. Right? right? Cool. So <laughs> even you get, though they're not. Right. No, no, no. But hear me out. Hear me out. So, so by even you just doing that, you learn something and you grow as far as like, all right, I am going to have some level of confidence in myself that I'm comfortable enough to at least go out the house and show the fuck up. Right. Cool. That's a lesson right there that you could take away with, right? Cool. So you get there and you're seeing all these different people that are shooting, right? You're watching. You may meet some people, you know, just through the fact that you fuck with photography and they fuck with photography. Y'all may talk about photography and learn some shits, you know? You're trying some shit out. Just talking you know about it. You know yeah, just mean? talking about it. You're going to yeah, grow. You may just about, see yeah. shots, you know what I'm saying? And that's where, like, that whole thing about... Everybody hopping on a shot. I don't think people really understand what the fuck is going on, right? Thank you. God so damn it's it. like it, this. This, yeah. this yeah. is. Hold on. Preach it. Yeah, no, yeah. because it's like this is everybody experimenting. This is everybody exactly. trying. God this is like it. this is like a photography boot camp right here. You right. know what I'm saying? God. So while you're coming See? here trying to <laughs> shoot something that's probably just for likes, mm -hmm. just so you can get some dope shit. We're talking about some real human shit right here. Right. And these people need to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. So, like, you coming around being a snob ain't really going to set the vibe. And that's one of the biggest things. Get off your pedestal That's one of the biggest here. things about Street Media DC is, like, at the end of the day, for better or for worse, the shit is about the fucking vibes. Right. Like, yeah. real shit. You know what I'm saying? It's, yes, like, it's like, yo, we're going to be on... We're here to enjoy ourselves and make some dope shit. Exactly. That's literally the fuck it. Yeah. Can you, you do the opening for the first meet this year? You should just come out on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to say, 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 say real shit. Say what you need to say. We're just going to take that. the mega horn. We've seen comments where people are like, well, you guys just take pictures of the same person. That's stupid. No, that's people learning. That's people learning. It's not about just getting the same shot. It's about people being able to experience that moment of mm -hmm. holy shit, I got a, a subject in front of me. Yeah. When else am I going to have this opportunity to, exactly. to, to, yeah. to experience to, right. to experience this right. or and, experiment? And you're not going to have the thing is you got to realize you put yourself in a, in the position of a newbie mm -hmm. right. who shows up to a meet. I don't know. I mean, maybe there are some people who are just naturals at it. But there mm -hmm. is there is no newbie who is just gonna pull a model to the side and be like, "Hey, let me capture you." Right. right. Everybody who's yeah. new right. has that same look on their face. Right. And shows up, they're just like, "I don't know." There's what a lot to of do. people here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but but within 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 the mob of people taking pictures of a certain subject, there's a certain like level of an anonymity. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know where you could just do it and take your yeah, shot yeah. real quick. You know, yeah. get get your little confidence get, get your confidence up a little bit, and then after that. You know, you're like, oh shit! This I preach about yeah. this, this I is a really good picture. all the time. I preach about what Street Me did for my photo my photography conference. So people don't get it. Oh, that's what pisses me off. But, but, but it's like I can directly. see, but I can also see it because from a model's perspective as well, they don't have the same luxury. Like there's not, there's not yeah, like yeah, yeah. You, you, from a model's position, you can't be with like ten other models and have one photographer shooting. True. Okay. So it's so there's a different dynamic. I understand. That's a good way to look at that. Yeah. I understand the argument only when it comes from that side. Yeah, no, no, that is that is pressure because if you have like twenty people all aiming a camera at you and you're standing there, you're just looking and like you, a, and you're just like you're just looking done. like a brick. <laughs> and everybody's gonna be like, "What are we shooting?" Next. Like, it is more pressure yeah. on the models. But I do feel like if you had like 
10, 15 models oh, just man, out we, here. Man, we get like a good. That's good. Yeah, that yeah, could be like, if, like if there's more people there, like you said, you get that anonymity. Mm-hmm. So you may just be able to, you know, all right, this is my first time modeling. I'm gonna come out here and get it. There's a little bit more pressures, but this is a photography meetup. Like that's how I started. It's going. I mean, it's evolved, it's right? Yeah, like the, you're gonna yeah, get more. So if you're like, if you're a model, the, the, the if you're a model, bring your models. A lot since you know since when we first started. When we first started. Yeah. Only, only nobody was doing ports. People used to talk shit if you shot, if you if you shot ports. They were like, oh, it's like, yo, models not, come out, bro. Yeah. They was like, this, <laughs> this whole they were like, this is not a portrait me. This is not. Portrait. And I'm sitting here like, I listen to all this shit. I'm like, people be boxing themselves and like this shit could be whatever the fuck it, it you can want. Be whatever, right. like, it could be whatever you want. It could be whatever you want. Like if you hear me in the street, we we had we had a meet not that long ago where we had musicians come out and they were just out there vibing, playing music, and it was it was tight because it's like what is street photography. Like anything that would be out there, so it's people. So if you're Models taking a picture of a person, like a street, street photography is not just leading lines on a long right. hallway. Right. Now, I'm talking about from experience. If you go through my fucking Instagram, you'll see it's a lot of okay compositions as far as I consider it. But it's like that's not all photography is, and that's definitely not enough. Like I would actually argue that's not photography, and if it is, it's damn sure not enough for you to be looking down on somebody else right. Right. for them yeah. saying what yeah, it is. Yeah. Feel me? Yeah, yeah. Cool. So. That's what's happening at Street Meet DC. You know what I'm saying? You're getting this experience, and you don't even know you're learning. You're just like having fucking fun. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're caught you up in that shit. That later, yeah, bro. For, I mean, for another personal shoot, you know, for right, right, and then like, or having, just being or just shooting. Period keeps you in that mind state of like because there's instinctive things that you're this instinctive decisions that you're making as a photographer from like how low you like to shoot from the angles from shout out to my man's Chuck Angle God because my man God. be getting on the floor. Yeah. On, on his back Oh yeah I be looking at certain people That come super fresh to the meet And I'm like You're not even about to catch no plays Cause <laughs> so stand up and take Yeah cause you, you can't Cause you can't fuck your jeans up You can't even bend your knees Like you know what I'm saying Like real shit You know what I'm saying But You're not even tactical bro It's some, it's some fire shots from eye level So respect Why you, you know what I'm saying you sweatpants You'll see later <laughs> Basically But yeah like Chuck will come prepared You know what I'm saying Come cozy mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Certain people you see come cozy Major they tip If you're not modeling come. In fact if you are modeling come cozy, come cozy period go yeah. everywhere cozy i mean sometimes you know getting you know suited and booted looks nice but like after that get cozy feel me yeah at the meets what i'm saying is you have all those people that is learning you're still getting that even though you don't know that you're learning that's what's actually happening at the meets and you're able to take that add it to you as just an artist outside of it, right? Where right. you're already studying your own and you accelerate. Like, right. and you keep coming and you keep building the relationships. And, and you want. keep building a photography. When we first started this shit. Because yeah. that's the first thing that, that, you know, just meeting other photographers and talking photography shit, yeah. like, it hmm. only helps. You know, like, we, you know, we've, we went, we, I've been to several other meetups and uh, it was like, yeah, I don't, I can't relate to these people. They don't look like me. Mm. You know, they're, they don't have, they're, they're melanin is lacking. Some places, some, <laughs> some other places you just don't whatever. mesh, you know? And I've been to a couple yeah. other ones outside even since being in the street meet. But yeah. It's like, I, listen, I get it. It's, it's a, and I, I appreciate that the fact that they exist because it allows other people who may not relate to us. Oh, yeah. people can't right. relate to us as well. Right. And that's Nigga, we, are not fair, for, we are not for everybody. That's 100% fair, true. Fair enough. For sure. But we are for a lot of people. For sure, for sure. But I mean, that's, that's life, right? I mean, look at how the group chat evolved. 
Oh God, right. man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, man. Man. And, 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 and I got group chat. I was like, yo, this is where the gods sit. And that, and that man, <laughs> I haven't made it to the top of Mount Olympus. Yeah, and that man, that man had like that. I didn't. I don't intend for that to have like a condescending tone. I just mean to say like how shit evolves, right? Like yeah. when we first started that shit. This first it, it was, shit was it like was, Comedy Central, bro. It was it was, yeah. it was like, all right, cool. You free to be yourself, and like at the end of the day, like somebody it is what it is. Somebody got their feelings. Got I know exactly. I remember shit. exactly what, what all that shit was. But I mean, the fact is that that happened, and then it was like, okay, at this point, there's a problem with you being yourself, right? And that's where that shit got weird. Yep. But I don't necessarily blame that on the chat. I feel like that's like society in general, yeah. where it got to a point where it was like. What you think is okay is not the fuck okay, right, and that's but like. It, but you're your own person, you know. But you should be able to say what the fuck you want to yeah, say. To an extent, I mean, I yeah. think that you shouldn't I, be disrespectful. I think but you, you should, should but point. I think that like people forget that you should also be continuously, actively working to be a good fucking person, yeah. Yeah. and that's like shedding a lot of ignorance, right? Like we're thirty now, right? There's a lot of things. I mean, most of us. God Luis, how old are you, don't bro? Look at my tweets from my. How old are you, bro? 25. 25. So you, you're close. <laughs> you're close. <laughs> but, but I will say, but like, it's only five. Hear me out. It's only five years, but there's something within the late 20s, early 30s where shit switches over. Yeah. So yeah. You're, you're on the cusp of a change. It's where as though you're looking back at like younger people, you may not all the way identify. You're looking at older people, you may not all the way identify. No, I, I totally get it. I yeah, totally and that's like, that's where we are. It's a process where you can't just come out the gate being who you're going to be for the rest of your life. Right. I know for a fact, like in the next five years, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a totally different person. My right. headspace is gonna be completely yeah. different. Right. From right. 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 I, did, I didn't think I didn't have the same mentality you did. I was just I'm I'm gonna be a photographer. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, make right. it. I'm gonna be I'm gonna Country be, likes. I'm gonna yeah. be a famous <laughs> even, photographer. Even from even from a year ago, because a year ago I wasn't a um, a full time photographer digital media specialist <laughs> I, and i was like that's like the dream job that's the dream gig that's i if i yeah. could do that that's all i would ever want to do for, for the rest of my now life you're doing right. it and you're like Fuck you're like now, now i want to do this, this. <laughs> low-key and no to be honest no that's not i don't i don't feel that way but i just feel like what's next yeah. Right. What's next? What am I gonna do now? You right, right, plateau. right. What and that's that's step? that's life, right? Like, what's next for me? Like, what should yeah, I be doing exactly. next? So I do think you should allow people to be themselves, right? That's the only way you fucking figure out who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, that's necessary. We actually yeah. stifle people from finding out who they are and being better persons by telling them you can't make a mistake, you can't right. fuck up, right. you can't make that joke about AIDS in the man, chat. Man, you better make <laughs> that joke oh, around wow. me. I'm trying. Like, I'm telling you. I know what I'm. I know. I know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. So you're gonna tell somebody. I remember that. But it comes from. But it comes from. It comes from a good place, even if it's actually not related to you. But the intention is you're trying to help make the world a better place. We're right. in that space right now because of technology where we're able to communicate more. So people are learning more. So you're mm-hmm. going to see where certain shit that used to be cool ain't cool no more. You know right. what I'm saying? And you got to adjust. You got to adapt. Yeah. That's, That's the reality. Yeah. So yeah. I, don't, I don't blame like changes on the chat or the people. Like shit moves in waves. That's just how it goes. You it just got to keep it, it moving. Does. And at the end of the day, now you got people like I'm still in the chat. I don't talk all the time. I try to talk no, but sometimes. when you do, when you do say vibes. something, it's, it's useful because. But yeah, I can yeah. also, but I can also fuck up the vibe. Trust me, I, I see that shit hundred percent times. No, no, no it's, it's, <laughs> bro, if, I, bro, if I drop a block of text in the chat, nobody's gonna respond. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because that's, that's how it is but now. It's, yeah, but it's because yeah. ain't, ain't, ain't nobody here for that shit. Nobody wants to be the bad guy. Ain't nobody here for that shit. Nobody wants to be the bad guy. Okay, me. Yeah, but but I mean. I don't even hold nobody because it's like 
nobody here for that shit. No, so but it, either no, you but get on, girl, either you get on. It, this is what it's turned into. But it's cool though. What I was going to say is, I still observe the fact that there are people that still have bonds. I hope that they still connect outside. Oh, because, you can speak to it for sure. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, that, right? That's, that's what I was asking that's, you. If you form bonds, that's where right? when I told you that street meet that my circle of friends is pretty much just all creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that is a result of that group chat oh, yeah. because I discovered street meet and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, funny story. I, I think I might have mentioned it on the podcast already how I discovered street. Probably Meat. three, I think. <laughs> a few times. <laughs> let him break it down for me. No, 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 but let me tell you. But let me tell you. Like, I was just. I, I remember just being bored one day, and I was trying, and I thought to myself, why don't I hang out with more like photographers? Because I was starting to get into photography. I had just learned how to like start shooting raw, and I was give, I was putting myself out there more, and I wanted to expand on that even more. And I said, why isn't there like some sort of organization or a group or something uh, that just kind of like gets together, like a gathering of photographers or something? And sure enough, I found on Reddit that somebody was like, hey, why don't you go to this thing? Reddit of all places. Of all places. You know, I search us once in a while on Reddit. We are on Reddit. We on Reddit. Somebody mentioned us on Reddit. A few people mentioned us on Reddit. And I, I looked up the Instagram account and I was just like, what is they this? They only have 5,000 followers. Right. These guys ain't for real. Right. <laughs> yeah, we were, you, guys, got, me you guys didn't even get to the 10K mark. Yeah, point. people don't think that you're legit if you don't got followers. Oh, get the fuck out of my face with that bullshit. But it looked like, like wow, this this looks like a legit like group. Mm. Like, holy shit. And I, they must and I, know what you're doing. But I followed <laughs> them for a good minute before mm. I did anything because I didn't know what to do. I was just like... I know that they exist, but it, it all just seemed like super intimidating. Yeah. Like I thought everybody, all the photos being featured on here is just straight up fire. Like I don't know what I don't know where I would stand in that range. Shout out to the community because y'all <laughs> the ones that create that heat. And then y'all drop. And then they drop. Then they drop the group, uh, like a group chat link. Yeah. Swipe up. <laughs> I, yo, I, rem- and I remember. I remember, like, kind of like just setting myself to the lions in in that chat because I. Popped in. I introduced myself. I was like, "Hey guys, what's going on? Like, my name is Luis. I'm here to like make mm-hmm. friends and shit." Roasted. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you owe me shit. <laughs> what you shoot with, man? Nikon. <laughs> 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 fuck out the chat. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah. But okay. no, like exactly like that chat has kind of like just solidified yeah. a whole bunch because it builds on that community. Right, right, because right. like now I can put like now I, there's like names that I know of when yeah. I just meet, and it's it's the kind of encouragement that you kind of get once you're once you feel a part of something, it makes you want to participate more. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And that got me to go out there and go to every single meet and make that put that on my priority list, if anything. Yeah, because I'm like now nah, it's not even just about taking photos. I want to go see my friends. Right there, right, it is. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So like with that chat shit, even though that shit has changed, that's still like that's what it's about. Feel me, like. It's supposed to be because originally, I don't remember who started. It was one of y'all started the chat just so that way. It was Aaron. He, just so that way people could keep in contact at the Navy Yard. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was yo, literally Navy just. Yard it was, was just supposed to be a tool to That's stay in contact. Wild. Yeah, and it was, was like, yo, if you want to be on this chat, so that way we can keep you can keep up with us. You know, you can get invited into it. And then after that, people kept talking, but. That creating that community, like mm-hmm. that's what Street Meet DC does really well, mm-hmm. and so it's different. Oh, we're, we're gonna revamp that somehow. We're gonna figure yeah, that out. Yeah, yeah but it's like it's, it's different now. But it's it's like I mean, you look at hip hop, right? You see how they talk about that division between the olds and the, the littles mm-hmm. and the youngs. Yeah, to an extent, but like shit changes, and so I'm watching people now who are new come in and develop their bonds, but 
they speak differently than we do, right? And this is right. where it's like you kind of feel like you're old, but not you're, really. Because like, right. we're right there. You can, right. You, can, you can get it if somebody explains it to you. But I, but I mean boomers. But the reason we're I mean, not fucking boomers, but yeah. yeah but, but, I mean, but I mean speak differently because it's being accelerated like these divisions, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Which is why I think actually coming out physically to street meet DC or meeting people and talking to them physically is necessary because technology is creating these subdivisions super fucking fast, right? Really when I, fast. When I say that we talk differently, I mean, I mean, it's in like, there's a certain way that we can all talk and it's cool. To where there's certain other people that can't handle that conversation. Right. There's certain conversations that other people have that we would sit in and be like, the fuck are you talking about? Why are you talking about it? But, like, why, why, why is this a thing? But why it's is this important. A problem for but you? it's important to them, and that shit still deserves respect. Oh, absolutely. I mean? yeah. And yeah. so that's what that's I'm saying. True. Where when you come together and meet each other face to face, you find that human connection. So yeah, we may have differences in perspectives, right. but there's something that's going to be a common ground that we can now connect with, and you can only achieve that face to face. You can't do it through a text. Of you can't do not. it through a chat mm-hmm. to an extent. To an extent. But like. I've talked to people in the group chat, and then when I see them in person, it's not the same. Right? It, they keep feel like we don't know each other. Keep that same internet energy. But I say that very broadly. Keep that same internet energy. Because when I see you and you don't have it, I'm gonna call you fake, bro. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna call you <laughs> fake, but I am oh, going. One hundred percent, man. Nah, if I if I talk to you in the chat, it's I'm expecting it. I'm, I'm gonna is. I'm gonna say something to you in real life because I feel like it's kind of weird personally, and this is no slight because I understand it's not intentional, but to talk to somebody to develop a connection on the internet and then in person you don't get over that awkward feeling Mm -hmm. to just go ahead and be like we've already established something but it is different right which is why i feel like technology will never compare to like never analog because you may talk to somebody Mm -hmm. some people do like the online dating shit right you could talk to somebody for a brick and then when you get face to face it feels different whole catfish and like yeah actually i don't know shout out to 90 day fiance (laughs) i'm learning all about that internet (laughs) shit so you still you still still back at one you still back at square one you still with hi my name is such and such and then i'm such and such you still got to build you still have eye contact like we're talking about handshaking Mm -hmm. physical touch all that good shit you know what i'm saying being in each other's space all of that matters. Being at a place like Street Meet DC, that's what I'm saying. It allows you to create those connections much better. And if you're like new, trying to figure shit out, like you need that. It's not. I'm. I don't. I don't know. I've never tried to. I don't try to meet people online. I don't try to meet people on Instagram. None of that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why. Like, I don't even get people on my Instagram unless I know you, because it's like it's the fuck. Well, it's like what's the fuck? What, what's what's the it. point? Yeah. Like what's the what's the point? Really? Like, if you're a regular person and you can't appreciate art or something like that, like, yeah. Why would I give you my or my art platform? Like we can stay in contact. Yeah, why would I share a piece of like my yeah. vision? And we can we can stay in contact, which is part of it. So like I may use it in that way, but it's like it's a double edged sword. It's like Instagram is part display, part communication. Right. You know. So it's like I have people who I don't care about their content. But we're friends, so I have to keep in communication. Right. So Instagram is the best way to do that. There's other people who I don't know them, but I like their content, so I follow them, et cetera. You know? It starts to get a little bit different when people start applying that shit to like real life. So you unfollowed me on Instagram, which means you don't fuck with me in real life. Or, some, people, some people take nah, it that way. They do, yeah, but that's yeah, why I say sure. it's difference. That's why I say it's a, it's a difference in like the communication because... Mm-hmm. That shit exists. Like, and that if, shit is if, very if I, real. If somebody unfollows me and I still hang out with them in real life, oh. and they and they tell me straight like, "Yo, you're not posting anything," and I don't, I, I, I'm sorry, man. I just don't like your content. I don't take it personal. Yeah, it's right. not personal mm-hmm. because I still know you in in real life, right? And right, right. we can actually talk about it 
in real life instead of like, oh, so shit. Why, you, why the fuck you don't follow me, man? Aaron needs answers. see me, man. I thought you was my homie, dog. I need those likes. What'd I do? I'm like, why did you block us? I gotta know. Right, because, I mean, you was just talking about that earlier. I'm not going to be specific about anything, but you were talking about somebody blocked you and now it's beef. And it's yeah, like it's on site. It's on site. You know what I'm saying? But like I'm smacking you with my that, camera. That's so fucking fascinating ah, to me, bro. It's weird like, because no, it's because weird as shit. It, it, no, but it's funny because like you know, and on our end, it's it's funny because it's funny. We gave y'all the blueprint. On there, <laughs> on, on somebody else's on somebody, on somebody else's end. <laughs> They think that blocking is like an ultimate, like, yeah, no. Yeah. That's, That's why it. I say yeah. keep that same energy. But it's like, nah, I can still come find you. Yeah, real shit. <laughs> and, and, we real can, shit. and we can still either talk this still, out or we can settle it, but it's like, that's not it. Right. That's, that's not, not it. it. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a deeper underlying issue. Oh, so people do take this internet stuff really personal, no, no, especially no. if you don't like their photos and like they reach out, like, yo, man, I've been posting for a while. Bro, you ain't engaging. That's why like, I don't be on Instagram. I just talked to you yesterday. I told you how fire these pictures was. That's why I don't be on Instagram. The reason I don't be on Instagram is because there's so much other shit going on other than photography that I'm not interested. Like, how I'm, do you, how do, what, how do you, what's your take on the, uh, on Instagram getting rid of likes? What do you think? Um, I th- think it's good, but I question the intentions. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. I don't think that we need fucking likes, right? I mean, you had even said like you were doing you shit for the likes. You don't buy that it's for the sake of I don't think preserving mental health. Bro, yeah, people no, just bro, take that's energy. not it. Bro, I don't have look, enough comments on my posts. Just what being am I doing wrong? Facebook don't give a fuck about us. They don't give three shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I opened, I got, I got back on Instagram, and now when I, whenever I open the fucking app, it says Instagram. From Facebook at yeah. the bottom. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, Every yeah. single yeah. fucking time. That's Low new. Low key though, it's clean. That shit is clean <laughs> at the it's bottom. Clean. <laughs> it's clean. Yeah, it's clean. It's clean. clean. And honestly, yeah. we'll take some bullshit as long as it looks nice. Yeah, right? right? So it's all, <laughs> so it's all, so it's all, so it's all, it's, it's cool. Because that's the first thing I saw too. It was like from it's Facebook like, right at the bottom. Oh, damn. oh yeah, with the nice gradient uh, and the yeah, colors. The nice I was like, oh, these niggas is designing designers. Yeah, all right. Cold time was in Microsoft Paint. Yeah. It's a Microsoft Paint project. Yeah, so, you know, getting rid of likes I think is a good thing because because you'll sit and people really do fucking like I don't know establish a perspective of me they establish perspective of and honestly a like really don't mean much no, I mean to the, to the point that when we were really trying to figure out Instagram we were like, all right, you need to go through a feed. Mm-hmm. You need to like as many fucking pictures as you can. Did you want to mm-hmm. get you need to put comments? At some point? Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we were trying to figure out how to manipulate the algorithms right. to, you know, push us up in this fucking rat race of social media, yeah. right? Yep. Cool. So you're sitting there. So how much does it like really mean, right? Like I'll sit and I'll scroll through some shit. I'll double tap it. I'm looking at it for like two minutes. Not yeah. not not two minutes. Two seconds. I was about to oh, say two minutes. It's, a, it's in your that's a long you're just going. You're just going. You're just going through. You're double tapping. Swipe. You double may tap, double swipe. tap because it's not the name. Oh, I, mean, I fuck with this man. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It may not even be about the photo. It may be about the person. It's not even about the photo. It's about the person. So it's right. like, all right, cool. And then you have also you have people that are like liking, like I said, to manipulate the algorithm. And it's not even about your content or whether or not they really like your shit. So how can you really tell if people like it? That's where right. I feel like the whole metrics is is fucked up because you can't even re- we don't even know what we're talking about. So yeah, you may base things off of a number of likes, which is how many likes really means that you have a following. Right. But what is a fucking like? Are these people? Do these people really fuck with your photography? Are they really? Because you'll see people. We don't where, know that. 
Well, yeah, but you'll see yeah. people where they get a lot of likes, a lot of followers, and then they get out in the real world and they try to sell some shit and don't nobody mm. want to buy it because it's free to double tap. Mm. It's very, very low level engagement, right? Mm. But me coming out to support your shit is completely different. True. So you're getting these likes, right? Cool. You got all these likes. You're Mr. Like Man, right? You got all the fucking likes out hey, here. Hey, I like that. You're Mr. Like Man. You're Mr. Yeah, like, yeah. Man. You're, you're Mr. <laughs> you're Mr. like Man. And at the end of the day, you're still fucking feeling lonely. You're feeling by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You're sitting and you're like, I have all of these people going on, but I don't feel liked. And the worst thing is you want more. And you yeah. want more and you're going to social media for that shit. You know what I'm saying? You're reaching, you're reaching, you're reaching, you're reaching. Yeah, no, this is like a and whole psych start, profile. And nah, because there's some, some real shit. Because yeah, yeah, no, you asked about likes, bro. It's, uh, like, it's, you, like a, it's, like, it's like a release of uh, dopamine or something. Yeah, and like, not, it is 100%. You have instant gratification and you want more of it. And you're like, oh man, I can get my... Especially when you, once you, when you reach a level of, uh, of attention. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people, once they... Um, a popular thing on Instagram is to try and get featured. I yeah, mean, even yeah, yeah. we feature them sometimes, yeah. but we try, especially like with with the stuff. We that feature we do. good shit, but we like, highlight first quality of all. content. We like, yeah, we want to yeah. highlight quality stuff and unique stuff, and people, and and yeah. if anything, people who um who aren't getting enough attention that they probably deserve. Yeah. Right, but yeah, yeah. fucking hate numbers. But there are people <laughs> who want to like essentially hoard uh, features. Yeah, and yeah. you'll see them like they'll tag every single feature page that you can think of. Uh, man, don't, uh, don't get me fucking started. I hate that nah. shit. <laughs> but like, but yeah, I hate that, that bullshit. Yeah, but exactly. Like, what are you trying to achieve here? Like, exactly. Right. It's, it's, Notori- it's just, digital notoriety. Because when we first started, I used to copy a bunch of hashtags, and it would be like, right, let me find the most, no more hashtags. Let me hey, find the most. The whole time, me, which I still use. And it's nothing. Yeah. But, but that's hashtags. that's the game. It's like at the end of the day, I feel with this shit. If you want to play the game, you gotta play the game. If you gonna be in the matrix, fucking dive in the matrix and. Win the fucking yeah. game if you gonna play it, or don't play the fucking game. Feel me? And that's where I've kind of opted to. But you need it to be an artist in 2020. Realistically, that's a, at least a, that's a general to, perception. To, to an, to an extent, you need a website more than anything. No, but you need Instagram to get people to your fucking website. And yes, people are I not can, even gonna I look. See that and fact. if that's where the action is, that's where the fucking action is. Yeah, feel me? Right. Yeah. So you can have your website. And that can yeah, work as a true. tool, but Instagram is a tool too, and you'd it's going to stu- be useful you'd, for that. You'd be stupid if you, if if, you especially if you're a visual creator, you, you don't use everything yeah. at your disposal, yeah. Bro, especially like showing your, oh, showing I your. Instagram. You're a digital. I mean, you have a whole job about yeah, marketing and social a whole media, job. Yeah. Whole shit, whole yeah. job. digital media all over it. <laughs> Facebook, me? Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. That shit matters. All of it. That website, website ads, all that shit. Google. Yeah, you got to deal with all that bullshit. Yeah, that shit matters. But when you're talking about in a business strategic way, that's cool. But if you're just talking about for your own personal, it, can, so it gets cool. a little bit, yeah, it gets a little squirrely, bit messy. Yeah. So that's where, like, I feel like the like shit is is cool to just take that there's out. A, there's a weird line, and I, and, yeah. I, and I never really thought about it that way, like, because if you personally, on. now it's my not. Instagram, <laughs> my Instagram thing is on. <laughs> He's giving his double taps. Get the likes. The, um, like when you have your own personal account, and when you have a quote-unquote business account, fuck like, that. If you're trying Sorry. to sell, if you're trying to sell something, like a lot of photographers want to sell their services, mm-hmm. a lot of models want to land gigs. Right. Yeah. Like I can kind of understand the point of like, okay, I need to get, uh, I need to get some sort of following. I need to get some sort of attention or notoriety because how else am I going to get, you know, how else am I going to get jobs? Right, right. But when you're talking about like you, you do this recreationally, right. and you're approaching Instagram in that mentality like it's just a numbers game. And you're still selling yourself. Yeah. You're selling yourself as a fucking artist, as a person. And this is, a, this is if you're really into this shit, you're invested emotionally. 
So you attach oh, weight yeah. to the, you attach weight to all this work. You're putting out what you consider your best work, and when it comes back and you don't get shit, you yeah. get any response. That shit hurts. Bro, so I hate you that. Know, bro. So you feel that? So you feel that? You felt that shit, right? And now niggas, and now people talk about how we got this increase in depression, right? Or how we've got this anxiety shit, and I'm sitting up here like, y'all ain't looking at the money, regardless of that, because it's. Fucking Facebook is right there on the beginning of this shit. They don't give a fuck. So that's my whole point. When it's like, we're going to take the likes away, it's because they've heard that conversation about people realizing what the fuck is going on. And they're like, you know what? The best way for us to get ahead of this is to hop on it. So we can go ahead and get rid of the likes. We'll go ahead and take that away. It's for the good of humanity. But what that also does, what that also does is by them hiding metrics like that, takes away from you being able to show your influence and your following. So Real by, influence to, an to, extent, show, to, show, yeah. to show your engagement To yeah. an extent though to an extent, So you're taking yeah. that away And now you have to go through Instagram To get the metrics And you'll hear There's certain people That are like really Looking at What that means As far as operating Your business Through Instagram I don't do that shit So likes don't matter to me But from right. a business perspective Engagement with your audience mm-hmm. And being able to have That visible matters yeah. I don't really know how But I can understand how yeah. That can be a hindrance For some people and that could be a benefit for Instagram to get some control because right now you can use Instagram and start a whole fucking business. You know what I'm saying? It's been done countless. You can times do tons of shit through yeah. through through all of this social media. Man, shit. so many careers yeah. just off. Of Hell Instagram. yeah, just off of Instagram. Just, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Influ- I think the influencer term it's, it weighs. A, it's I feel like it's an Instagram. Term. Heavy so like, term. think about yeah. Instagram comedians. How's anybody gonna know you funny if they don't see all them likes? True. Yeah. I mean, they may laugh themselves, but is it just funny to me or is it funny to everybody? Because, like, how would all the care if it's funny to me? Fuck everybody. But not everybody cares. Not everybody thinks like that. Yeah, because how would a club promoter look at your video? Takes over. Right. How would a club promoter look at your video and say, "Oh, I want him. I want. I want to. I want to give him a gig at my show tonight." Yeah. Right. How do you how do you know he's going to draw? Right. How the yeah. fuck do people do it in the seventies and eighties? Or if I'm looking, or if I'm a rapper, if, if I'm a rapper and I'm looking for a videographer or somebody to shoot, I hate that fucking term. Videographer, videographer is a fake term. I went on a rant about that, but someone checked me on it because it's damn. I still got, you, I still got that, that bitch on my. Resume. I feel like there's a real differentiation, but I'm gonna just <laughs> I'm, go, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna just go ahead and say directors just to. Preserve yeah, the art because even though. nah nah that's a whole different thing. We can get into that art, but I'm gonna yeah. talk about directing, right? Because even if you're shooting a video, you're still directing. Yeah. So I'm gonna say directing. That's, that's and, and if you're sta- if you're starting out, you may be working towards that. So I'm looking for a director for a music video, right? I see my man, he's a rapper. He put up this video. I think it's dope, but what's the audience re- respond to it, right? Right. I'm, they see this video got tons of likes. Everybody likes that. All right, I need to run with that video, dude. Versus this other guy who ain't nobody really fuck with his videos. So this, everybody's fucking with his videos. I'm gonna holler at him. There's a blockage now by removing that. So I don't know to what extent it really impacts business, but I know everything Facebook does is for fucking business. Yeah. And, and people sitting around talking about this for mental health. They no, don't care about fucking mental health. They're, they're, because, they don't give a fuck. Bro, they've known all of this shit for the longest. Yeah. They can see yeah. how... They gear the algorithm to give you the stuff you're going to engage with the most. Hell yeah. Even if it, so the new business metrics that people care about, so I'm going to clue people, our 18 listeners in on... They don't give care us that about your likes. Of yeah, they don't like. They don't care about your likes. They want to know how many shares and saves your posts get. Mm. Those are two because those are considered super engagements. It's easy to because a like don't mean shit. It don't mean shit. Yeah, 
But it's easy. For, it's it, it, it means super more, engagements. That's what that's, that's, that's the term yeah. I read yeah. on it. Because I, I, I said I work. True. I had to do okay. a yeah, it requires more Damn, effort. It requires more. We got commitment. hella super engagements. Yeah, right. On our, on our fucking Instagram shit. Yeah, but Instagram don't put that shit out there. If you there. share it, that means you're sharing it to other viewers. Even if they're your followers, it's still sharing it to other viewers. If they save it, they're saving it for a future purpose. What it is, it's still a big variable. No one really knows. But the idea is that you're doing that. It's it's for future purposes, which means if I share it, people are going to see it later. If I save it, I'm going to see it and share it later. Uh, But back to that whole Instagram removing likes, I don't think it's going to do anything for mental health because the new pandering is going to be, hey, leave a comment. Hey, tag so-and-so in our comments. We're going to find a way. There's always going to find a way around that shit. Number number, number five. I feel like comments will probably be next. Quantified. Yeah. That's what it is. And then you get rid of all engagement for the sake of what? Mental health? So do you think Instagram is really going to get rid of all engagement for the well-being of humans? No. Fuck no. just want a positive There's a gain of some kind going on is public public and a positive publicity positive publicity but they're also doing it for a reason though like there's because doesn't mean anything anymore they can just shed that yeah because they already know fuck it they're already engaging with the shit they like we just might as well put ads in between it basically but I want to that's rude but here's my question here's my question let's take it away from business who who are the the majority of people on Instagram are not business owners are not trying to sell anything they're not Really trying well, to do anything other than just consume, but you're just consuming. But you're always selling something, bro. Like even if you have a personal account, right? Like, I got family members who have Instagram, right? They're not artists. They're not trying to sell a service, but they're still trying to sell themselves as a fucking dope person. True. They're still trying to sell. Okay, I have it's a good. A li- I have a good life. Like this is what. I have here. I'm it's eating like, this. I'm doing this. It's and like social media before people realize, like, oh, I could probably make a living doing this. Yeah. Somehow. So you're still measuring. You're still selling your yeah. life. It's a, it's people a still observing page. your it's life. A, it's a new. It's a new expression of self. Hey, I don't think I would call it selling. I think I would just exactly. I would just, I would just use it as a form of expression. I wouldn't though, because what are you doing it for? I mean, so unless you're actually just doing it, and you don't care about the response, then I'll give you that. But if you're invested in the response, you're selling yourself. You're selling something for that engagement, for that intention, for that real estate and somebody else's give a fuck. As in, like, do you care about what I posted enough to like? Because there's people like, that aren't artists, and I, I, I know people who take that shit super seriously. Y'all, my man Aaron is leaving Aaron during the middle of my got conversation. That real life job shit. But be up at that's six. my brother. Man's out. That's my brother. I love him till death. And we're going to have to connect more, my man. Anyways, I feel like you are still selling that to an extent, though, because some people may be able to separate it and not give a fuck. But if you give a fuck, you give a fuck. And that's the return on what you've put out is the response. And some people, they are looking for that, even if it's subconsciously, bro. What if you're just a consumer? Like, then you probably don't like, post much, and honestly, there's people that are like that. People that like that. Let's look at YouTube. Yeah, I'm, talk, like I'm that talking 100%. about people that I'm talking about people that post, but if you're if you're not putting stuff out there, yeah, you, I mean, there's tons of people that have Instagram just to bring in whatnot. And I mean, you're about to talk about YouTube, right? Yeah, because I would say I would consider YouTube like as probably the biggest social media yeah, yeah, platform yeah, yeah, out there, yeah, aside, yeah, from yeah. aside from Instagram and Facebook. And a majority, I would, I certainly believe a majority of the people who have YouTube accounts are just people who are just watching videos. Me. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. like, I, I imagine when was the last time you commented on a video? Right. Or even right. liked a video? Right. Only people I know. I, I like videos like when I, like when I want to right, come right, back right. to them later. Like, that's pretty much it. 
film development. I haven't commented on a video probably since high school. Oh, no, I haven't commented on a single one. So you're saying with YouTube, what's the difference? I'm just saying, like, well, in when you look at it, like, on YouTube, where it's just people who are consuming, they're not... I wouldn't say that somebody who opens up a YouTube account is trying to sell themselves or even open it as a form of expression. No. It is clearly cut and dry. Somebody who just wants access to content. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's not I mean, what I'm talking about. But that's not, but that's not what, but that's not so, what, I'm, that's not what I'm talking say, about, though. And I would argue that Instagram, there are, I would say that maybe not to add, not as far, like not to an extent as YouTube, but I would say like a lot of people on Instagram just are just on Instagram to consume content. And I feel like in the future, it's only going to continue growing that way, especially when you take engagement out of the picture, like likes, and I would even say eventually comments. Like, let's look at teenagers. I would like, would you say like a lot? Would you say a lot of teenagers are going to leave Instagram now that likes are are being removed? Possibly, but they'll, they'll find some other metric I mean, somehow. Look, or they would think it's TikTok, right? TikTok is a new thing. Or yeah. teenagers, they they could. Right. I mean, they're, 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 they're but, moving on. But with all TikTok. that shit, have you guys still, heard about TikTok? The reason I, the reason I say I wasn't talking about that is because I'm talking about people that are contributing content to these platforms. Mm. That's why I mean that okay, you're, that's okay. why I mean that you're I selling yourself. You're saying, yeah. You can have an account like there's people that have Instagram accounts and don't upload shit. They just use it to be able to watch and follow. Mine that does that now. There's tons yeah. of people uh, they don't, they don't have me? anything there. Yeah, you don't care about that. But if <laughs> yeah, we're talking about if we're, talk, <laughs> if we're talking shit, about dog. if we're talking about likes, that's the transaction. Is and that's just a symbol of somebody giving a fuck. Right. If you put some content out there, you're putting it out there for people to give a fuck, or you're not, which is why I said if you don't care about the responses, then yeah, you ain't trying to sell something. But if you care about how people respond to your shit, you're selling them a product. You're selling them something. That's literally what the fuck is going on with like these streaming wars. Right. They're competing for attention, bro. Yeah, they're like trying mixer, to get. Mixer and they're just Twitch trying to get us to shit. give a fuck. It's yeah. too much shit. So it's like you can't give a fuck about everything. I need you to give a fuck about my stuff, right. and I'll mm. do whatever I got to do to get but, you. But, but with my face attached to it, right? You know, and, like, I'm, and I'm talking about from these from these like corporate perspectives, where mm. it's like I need you to give a fuck about my stuff. You have Spotify, Apple Music, Title, all these other things. What is gonna Damn, be? Titles in the run there? Shit! I don't even know. I don't, I don't even. I don't bruh, even use title. I just bruh, Spotify. Person, confession: so I still burn CDs. I still what? listen to music oh. on. I still listen to music on YouTube. Okay, wait a minute. I don't have no streaming services. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I got an iPhone 6s in you my know pocket right now. You got an iPod Classic too, <laughs> bro. I'm sure my man's running with an iPod, iPod Nano. And shit. I have my iPhone. What is it like the 3G at home? And people may say that's some old shit. I mean, it is to an extent. He's <laughs> got the iPod video, the red the one CD with the, 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 the red YouTube version I'm all, of shit. I'm all about practicality, and I'm not. So I. No, but I'm saying. But I'm saying. Let me finish. Let me finish. I was going to say, I'll adopt the new shit as necessary, but I'm not hopping on the wave just because it's cool. <laughs> Feel me? It's like cameras. Right? Are you gonna get a new camera every fucking time a new one comes out, uh, or are you gonna be like, I'm good with what I got? I don't got that kind of money, but no, we're talking about music. Music is nah, uh, pretty fuck fairly that. cheap. No, I'm not talking about music. I'm talking I mean, about these service. The service. I'm talking about service. streaming versus my CD. Because if you don't have Wi-Fi or if you don't have space on your phone or if you get in some space where it's a bad service reception, you can't hear your fucking music. My goddamn CD never has that problem. <laughs> and I could chop and screw up my shit, and I could move it and do whatever I want with the file. You're borrowing your shit. 
I have my shit. You scratch up True. that CD okay, one time. If you have, <laughs> if you have all, the, yeah, right. But if I got them, feel me that way. Nah, fuck that. Nah, y'all not about to, y'all about to roast me. I'm with, I'm with this shit. Oh, so you got CD still? Man, respect to the. No, I ain't knocking that. It's not about the CD. It's not about the CD. I got vinyls in the crib. It's not about the CDs. I'm not going out and buying CDs. Granted, I bought the Queen and Slim soundtrack. That's because I'm supporting Black Film. Was that movie good? Yes. Okay. It was good. Not, at the end of the day. Go on a but, tangent, but yeah. I got them MP3 files so I can do whatever I want. You're borrowing your shit. I have my files. I can give you a song. You can't give me shit. No, I the trade off yeah, right. is I don't get no new music, though. The last music I got is from like 2016, 2017 type shit. I'm still listening to Mr. Brightside, bro. But it's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> but it's, I feel like it's fucked up that you can't own your MP3. Why not? Did, no, ownership you know I mean? of media is definitely a, like a, a topic of conversation. Oh, really yeah. No, Why because not? everything is a subscription based. Bro, everything I still, is buy, D- I still buy DVDs. Or like DRM based of some mm-hmm. kind. Bro, I, mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go, I still buy, buy Blu-rays oh, and DVDs. Bro. I'll go on like Hulu. <laughs> I was watching Arrival. They took Arrival off Love Hulu. That movie. I can't watch Arrival. Nah, I Why the fuck can't I watch Arrival? Already. It's the best movie. Feel me? The best, well, You're I mean, paying for Hulu. Well, you You're not buy paying it. for Arrival. I want to watch Arrival. Why the fuck can't I watch Arrival <laughs> through Yo, Hulu? We should do a watch movie podcast. You feel me? So I can't. So I can't go. It's like you're sti- you're interacting on their terms, right? Cool. So I'm gonna go ahead buy my DVD and watch this shit whenever the fuck I want to. That's lit to me. Now, see, no, in, movie, in movies, I mean, yes. With music, with anything, bro. The it is fuck? Anything. Music, it is I don't, I don't with really anything. care What are you have... paying for? Like, I don't what are you paying for? Cool CDs if your car still has a CD player. Like, my car has a CD player. And honestly, on the way down, I had Apple Music playing the whole time. But you're right. You paying for access. That's really what you're paying True. for. Yeah. Like, what happens when... Well, it you... used to be where it was like, yo... What happens when you're somewhere and you don't have access to the internet? Like, but sometimes if all your music is on your if all your music is on your Spotify, I love music. I, I love listening to music, but. If I don't have access to music, I'm okay. Bro, my, 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 my whole point now. is that this is this, this is the same philosophy that allowed Adobe to get away with the fuck shit that they're doing with oh, Creative Cloud. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. So, so that so those, that resonates, those, right? Those, those yeah, y'all feel that. that. that y'all feel that, that Bill. Yeah. You those feel me? You can't even you can't even you can't even be an artist because like when we had we was pirating the shit. Oh man, we was getting it for free. The man was pirating Final Cut Pro for six years. You can't you can't even teach yourself. I just like, went legal this this year. Right. This, so I just bought that motherfucker. When did you dive shit. into photography, Louise? Um, I dove into photography back. I would say my first. By the way, camera Louise, was about you look very comfortable in that 2013. Chill, though. 2013. <laughs> All right. Okay. Got All the right. mic sitting right there. Sooner, actually. Sooner. So what? I, I was dealing with like point issues. But 2013 is when I got my first DSLR. When were you? Ed- when did you start editing? Uh, like your photos. That editing, as in like editing anything or editing in Adobe. In Adobe products. I'm in Adobe products. I didn't start editing in Lightroom until about 2015, I say. Okay. So did you? Mm. Were you using it before they had the Creative Cloud subscription? No. Okay. I, I've known about. I was, I've known about. I've known about like Photoshop and uh, not necessarily Illustrator and all the other programs. But Photoshop was the big one. And I did have copyrighted Photoshop back when it was like just Isn't that where you had a to base pay software for the that you had. Yeah, you used to have to pay for everything. Yeah, but for this, is, like, so this is what I'm saying. Like CS5, that, that I think, li- or some shit. That shit wow. literally, that, that shit literally yeah. gave people the ability to access it that they weren't before, right? Because before you had to drop like $300, $400 to get yeah. Photoshop. Oh, it was yeah, like, was a big I don't deal. got that it was, shit. But it's an investment, yeah. though. But now I can like, drop. It was constantly getting updated. I didn't yeah. see it as But now I can drop. Yeah. So it was, an, it, was, it was an investment. It's a ton of It's a lens right there, It was an investment, right but now I can get it with just a $20 <laughs> investment, right? It's the smaller barrier to entry. Basically, and that's what I feel like all of that shit is right now. But now, 
you have you have a legit copy of Lightroom. Yeah. You have a legit you you have wait you have um sorry, not a legit copy. You have I'll put creative, it you have Creative Cloud. To be honest, I don't have shit. I have the actually no, I have the photography package. My job has that other shit. My job has all And of I it. use that shit. Yeah. But if I had to pay for like the the ability if I wanted to be a fucking video editor and a photographer, I would have to make enough money to be able to pay yes. for the full suite, which is what, fifty a month? It's like 49. sixty almost. Yeah, it's like sixty a month, up. right? And it's always going up. It's always it going has the fuck gone up. In your hand. That's it has my, gone up. That's my recently, fucking problem recently with I not had, owning the shit. I it's it's a, extortion. It's I fucking the, extortion. Um, I mean, it's good business, and at the end of the day, the ability that's what to they care about. I mean, but the, the ability to allow people to enter into it with a lower barrier of entry has pros so and cons. So what's, what's, what's the alternative if you're if you're a struggling there are, photographer? There are there are other there's other film. software yeah, there's other there. <laughs> To be <laughs> honest, I'm I'm surprised your own Final Cut isn't. Isn't uh, month to month yet? But yeah, I'm surprised. But that's, don't jinx my man that, over yeah. here, dog. You but saw him in the chest. But they prob- don't say that. But again. they, but they, Apple, <laughs> low key, because Randall, I, yeah, Randall no, this is email this right isn't now. the first time Apple's heard. No, it. Final it's, Cut is a great program. So like, people yeah, shit on it. That's the thing. That's the thing. It's an amazing program. Yeah. And it's a popular program. So it I'm works. Just, it works really and, good. And other and other um, like alternatives. Like I want to think. Capture One. Capture One. Capture One. They have. I don't know if they have a month to month yet, but they have different tiers. Like they'll oh, have, fuck that. they'll have a capture yeah. one for Sony cameras, a capture one for Canon cameras. That is stupid. And a capture one for like a capture one ultimate. So if you mm-hmm. shoot with all different ring, all different kinds of that sounds of dumb cameras. as shit. That sounds stupid. That's uh, why. But it's why, like, why, why, because there's why, a, why, why there's have a different market why? for it. That's the problem. Is we've created a market of creativity that these creative software companies realize. Well, and shit. these companies are getting good at creating like artificial yes. wants and needs. Hell yeah! Oh, you like texture? Get our new. You'll be like, oh. you need a drone. And granted, Do these you really are need business, a drone. Granted, these are really business that practices drone? that have well, existed here's a drone for a long time. Software that you need for that. Fuck it. Here's a drone, and we're gonna make it affordable. But you don't even know how to use a drone shot. I can't now even legally fly a drone in the city. You can, <laughs> but, but we can sell one. them. <laughs> yeah, and if we're one. just <laughs> talking about cinematography, you got a whole video of drone shots. What the fuck is the video about? There's nothing wrong with that visually, but that's also like... I mean, we started there in photography where I was talking about the technical, right? You you, you get exposed to the technology. It's easier. The technology is more accessible now. But like, is that the art? Is that the fucking art? No, it's not. Feel me? Like, is is editing about a a fucking Photoshop subscription? No. But you may never be able to actually explore editing because you can't fucking afford to pay for Photoshop. Now, you may have been able to say... Hear me out. Now, you may have have been able to say... No, hear me out. Because you may have been able to to save up a couple hundred and buy the actual install and Mm -hmm. you got it. And now you got that shit until your computer breaks. Mm -hmm. Cool. Mm -hmm. Now, you're on like an unlimited, never-ending payment plan with these guys. And it's like the moment that you can't afford it, the moment you're no longer an artist. Right. Because you don't have any it's other you don't have any other way are to get your art. Indefinitely for this thing. Like honestly. Hell yeah. Think of how long you've had Creative Cloud. How many Remember months, what? how many payments that is. Hell Think yeah. of what you could have what you could have what you could have bought with that. It makes sense what, from a business what production perspective. You paid for on, their end. on their on, end. On, yeah. on their end, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. But if you're an artist and if you're just sitting here and you're not making any money you can't really justify having that. And that's why I personally feel like 
if you work, like first you got to make money, right, to get anything done. But if you work, your work should allow you to do what the fuck you want to do. Like that shit could f- should fund your creative ha- endeavors, your artistic endeavors, whatever it is. If you maybe if you're into travel, work should fucking fund you being able to travel. It shouldn't just be I work to pay bills, I shoot to pay bills, I do anything to pay bills, because. Yeah. That's not what the Dang fuck God. we're here for. Hey, to listen pay to bills, that. Say me? that one more time. Nah, you don't <laughs> say do... that. La- no, say that last line one more time. I don't fucking know. I'm just talking. You don't. You don't work to pay bills. You don't work. No, I was gonna say you don't. You don't work to pay bills, and that's where, like Louise, when you had mentioned, like now that you have like your art for a job, does it change it? I think so. I think when you start to have to really do something only for the sake of survival, yeah, it starts to change the taste of it a little bit. Because then you got to you got to do it. You got to do it when you don't want to do it. You got to do it in ways that you don't want to do it and if you do that shit enough you mm-hmm. may start to think that's what the fuck that thing is right so like i've that's been playing standard i've been know? playing i've been playing music for shit i started taking lessons when i was like nine Ooh. you know what i'm saying my Your whole, whole plan, life my much. whole plan was to like go i used to say by 27 i was gonna play rachmaninoff's sonata in b flat minor <laughs> okay in fucking <laughs> carnegie hall that was my Damn plan. Man, super specific. I appreciate that. That, that was the Specificity move. Specificity and goals, people. That was the move, but it was like anything. Wait, where can it's you like, play it though? Nah, I still can't play it, but I got the book. <laughs> but you can play B flat minor though. I mean, I can play it's the notes and I can play the key, bro. It's the whole fucking sonata. Like, we talk about rock mining off here. Like, I don't know if you know about my man, but check him out, like, on some real shit. Check him the fuck out. Check out all of these old artists. Check out classical music. Check out paintings check out all old photographers it. yeah what we doing now is cool but look at what they was doing when they didn't have all this look at what shit. they were doing on film right what they were doing Bruh, like I, with no light uh, meters bro i'm shooting nothing, on film I'm nothing shooting on, and there were still every and there was still, still resonating great fucking so shit. go to the national portrait gallery and go look at like the 1940s when they were i mean you shoot, you shoot film right so yeah I shoot do you film. shoot film i just bought all? my scanner I've shot, today i've shot film but i'm not a film shooter do you shoot film at all i don't shoot film at all i had a film camera i still have a, a film he wants to shoot. sell it it's a so Luis, this is your exit interview. Why you want to sell your AE one? Um, I just don't use it. I'm a I'm a big fan of uh, if I if if I'm getting use out of something, then I'll hang on to it. Yeah, yeah. But if it's if it's of no value to me, and I feel like it's a bigger value to someone else, yeah, I'll yeah, make yeah. the effort to try and get rid of it. Yeah. I, I've been very conscious about that lately. Uh, especially like um, that sound. That sound sound logic. That's, it is no, sound logic, sense. but you'd be surprised how you many people get shit film, that they bro. don't really fucking need. Hell yeah, and, and that's my biggest problem. So that's bro, probably one of my biggest. Light. That's probably one of my biggest personal beasts with. Uh, I don't want to keep getting back into social media. No, nah, but that's but like, that's that's marketing now. Everything is be, everything oh, is yeah. being sold to you yeah. as something that you need. Right. right. And for the longest, I found myself in that like in that kind of trap. Why do you think I got a prison for, goddammit? A sheep person. Yeah, and like (laughs) lately, especially in the last like couple years, I've been like noticing like, damn, I've just been, I've just been willingly listening to all this stuff and believing it to be 100% true. Mm -hmm. And I've, and it's gotten me into like some points in my life where I'm like, damn, where would I be if I didn't spend all this money on all this, all this dumb shit? Hell yeah, hell yeah. and like now, I mean, it's like it's it's just me. Like, okay, I gotta kind of like rectify this. I gotta like kind of tear down, look at everything that I need. What gear do I shoot with, honestly? Mm. And if it I don't, if really I don't use it, if, no, it's, if, it's, if it's not worth me hanging on to, then I'm just 
I'm just gonna fucking cut. I'm just gonna cut it that's out. That's real. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Now nah, I'm yeah. holding on to my 60D, man. That's my. That's that's my. I mean, for it's like my love in basketball. I mean, right there. that thing like, put me through it all. It's like everything else, right? Like, I mean, I'm not gonna show up. If I'm a DJ, I'm not gonna show up with a motherfucking wallet of CDs. I'm not a DJ, <laughs> like so I'm listen to that shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm expecting but, him to have a wallet of CDs right. in his car now. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. Shit, I don't. Do the I don't. That, no, 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 I got a couple of discs just uh-huh. floating around. I got some Lucy's that okay. I'll throw in the bitch. Man, and that's about case it. Logic 96. <laughs> no, but, you know, but no, the funniest thing here, the funniest thing is, is that CDs are seen as vintage now. Nah, man, those are still. That's cool, my, man. My, they, man's, they, my man's is still. They still work. They, they, they my still car work. does not have a CD player. <laughs> that, that works, that's right? So me, I got, look, look, I got a fucking 2011 Nissan Altima, and that bitch loves me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'll take good care of it. You know what I'm saying? I got a 2005 Scion, man. Yeah, it's got a CD player. That shit works out. Feel me? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but I was saying like I'm not gonna show up if I'm a DJ with that bullshit, right? Cool. So I'm also not gonna show up if I'm a photographer. It depends on what type of shoot it is. With film, photo- with film, with a film camera, right? That's true. I shoot, okay. with, I shoot with both actually, like for work. I feel, I feel like the film camera should be like the B, the B roll. You know what I mean? Well, I, sh- I shoot film what? personal. No, I'm just saying, like, Boy, that's if, A. Fuck out of here. Nah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't relegate. I'm just saying, like, B roll, B roll implies secondary. So, what do you mean by that? No, if you're in a shoot and yeah. and, and you want to capture what you're shooting, like at and at, at a shoot that's already like predetermined yeah. of what you're gonna do. The the, the 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 film camera should be the B camera. Why? Uh, because you got you got you have to still provide the client with the 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 shoots that that, right. they, that they want right, in a timely right, right. manner. In a timely manner. So you don't think they want they want their B roll shots just as quick as they oh, want no, the other I, ones? No, I I, I think that would. they should. I I think what he's saying is that the way I see film cameras, especially in a in a professional um, from a professional standpoint. If you're at a gig, um, the film camera just seems more recreational to me, and like a bonus. yeah, it, de- it depends on the type of uh, the, on the type of project, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. If, if the if client insists, like, oh, I want this vintage, sh- I want these vintage, uh, this film look. Yes. Then obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. the best way to go about it is to That's do exactly actual it. film. Yeah. Right. 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 But right. if you're shooting, like, if I'm at a wedding or something. I am not doing a wedding on. Film. I don't know, and that's why I was saying like it's, it's to me it's about like the appropriate the tool for the job, right? You know? <laughs> like I, I shoot all of my personal shit like when I'm not having to deliver for somebody on film. If I have to give somebody something, I'm shooting on digital all day because that's right. what that's what they're looking for. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's the the. the the ease of the digital era. Well, it's just tools. It's just tools. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For me personally, exactly. I feel like I get better photos shooting with my film camera. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a whole. Amen to that. There's a whole yeah. different level of like when that I was talking shutter, about art, that shutter is heavy as fuck. It is, you but what I'm saying is like it it allows us to not be so manipulative of the moment. Feel me? Right. So like you're literally dialing in all the variables, even down to how the shutter, I mean, uh, and the, how your autofocus behaves when you're using digital. You can really control what the fuck is happening, right? Like you can sit and set autofocus to motion track. They have like a bicycle one. They have like they have one like a car one. They have like a little animal one. Cool, you know what I'm saying? So you're really controlling what the fuck is going on. With film, you lose that control. I mean, you still have a level of control. You actually do have a but lot. What if what if somebody's trash? If you're trash at what? 
at photography. Just, uh, photography with film. Keep learning. Come to street me. You're learn gonna. Shit. Yeah. Well, you're. You're probably. You're, you're probably gonna be. You're <laughs> we probably gonna be trash at one point. Let's you're probably gonna be trash at first, right? Like. I mean, that's the hard part. Me, bro. Like when I first started off with <laughs> film, pictures of photo yeah. of uh, flowers. Yeah, when I first By started off. By the way, with, man, you, you, the shots that, that you had at uh, what was it? You were at Costa Rica. Yeah, man. Thank you, bro. Awesome. Appreciate that. Is, that. that Thank you, really man. good street yeah. photography. Dude. Thank you, man. I've been working on that. I ain't gonna lie. Street photography right. is my niche. Really, really talented. I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Let's yeah. not let's not go on a tangent though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're saying you are gonna be trash at first. Yeah, you're gonna. But in any medium, you're always gonna have. Bro, you're gonna be trash at loading the film in the fucking camera. I found As out. in, like, you may not even get to shoot. You had two rolls of that happening. Yeah, to me. you tell me about it all the time. Yeah, I, it still happens. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still not 100 percent sure if I'm putting this shit in correctly. Like, I have <laughs> some photos that I took of my friend three months ago. I don't know where they went because they're not on any of my negatives. <laughs> I've been clicking. They appear, bro. They're, they're here. I, call, I, call I got to shoot with her again. You know, I call, you know what I call them? I call them rolls of memory. That's cool. Rolls of memory. Rolls that's yeah. cool. Because on some real shit, like that's what photography really is. Memory negatives. For, that's what photography. All that can scan this fucking thing. But that's what photography. Memory negatives. That's what photography really is, though. That's it's that's it's technology yeah. that allows you to preserve a moment. Mm-hmm. And we've sat and bastardized it. To make it some other shit. To likes. As a tool. Exposure. As photography just being a means for us to get some false sense of self-validation. And it's like, that's not really what it's supposed to be. Because there's a shit ton of photographers now. You know, like back back in the day, I feel like back in the day, like, if you're a photographer, you're you're a photographer. You know, you're like that one person that knew how how to operate a camera. Because it's it's a skill. It wasn't even their cameras or dad's yeah, camera. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, 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 it was a skill that that you had to learn to yeah. you know be able to capture a moment, especially back then when they didn't didn't have art artificial. Did you guys lighting. ever shoot with point and shoots with a? You know what I'm talking about, like dude. Fucking, I remember the Kodak, 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 Kodak Insta cams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. But think about. It, I actually have. A couple of Kodaks sitting in my memory box. Yes, I have a memory box because mm-hmm. if I ever have Alzheimer's, I want my pictures. God, knock on wood, dog. Um, but like, I have those, and like, I haven't developed them because, first and foremost, it's expensive, right? Of course. But even back then when I was a teenager. But those were captured because I only brought those out when like my eighth grade graduation, right before I went to high school. I killed out two. Wow, eighth grade. I, yeah. yeah. No, that's when I had my point and shoots and I was charging up. I even had like a handheld vi- digital camera. Hey man, say something to the camera, bro. Man, I, I had one of the but shoulder. That was before, I, that was before I thought cameras. that photography collates anything. The one I thought, with the little wrist strap. Yes, the, the one that sits no, on the forehand right like, here. No, yeah. but it was a VHS. I had, oh, it, no. It, it, it was like a fucking cannon. You had them 80s cameras. Yeah. Uh, facts. You had a, you oh, had a, you had a camcorder. Ooh. Yes. Oh, I, at, that, at that time, it could have been a camcorder. Was it a Canon? <laughs> Sony camcorder? camcorder. It, it had the zoom and handy the... Cam. Yeah, handy cam. Oh. No, but no. This, I'm, the I'm T talking, and the wide. I'm talking, this, this shit was fucking work. This is like a broadcast camera I where you have to... Oh, my God. You got all fucking... You had to put the blank VHS <laughs> in that shit and slap like, it in. You had to like, put that shit on there, and all I had to do... like. Did it have the little camel humps with the with the with the film rolls? Yeah. Oh, you're no, 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 no. No, it wasn't that. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that bad. But yeah, like like we said earlier, like these cameras were meant to capture moments. And I think at that point in my life, I wasn't I wasn't uh, capturing photos to make creative arts with it. But it was, it was definitely yo, Mark. I'm right here on that. Let's do it if you want anything else, man. Oh. That's the last one. My bad. I should ask you first. My yeah, apologies. All of them already? Issues on the drink, meat, bro. Enjoy that <laughs> shit. I don't, bro, I don't even drink. Y'all got me going through what? Two beers? 
That's a, that's a record, though. I don't even drink beer. Bet. <laughs> Thank you for coming out your shell. A Those whole two beers. That. A whole two, right? Damn. I had yeah, one, and then I had another. Back to what you were saying was these these are capturing moments. Like I oh, yeah. I, I look back at my middle school days and my high school days. Like yo, I had a, a point and shoot uh, disposable camera. Mm. It was because I wasn't trying to make art. I just wanted to capture the moments that I was in. Right, bro. You wanna know how fucked up this shit is? It's the words though. You can't even take a picture of a loved one without them judging themselves before you snap the picture. Oh, you can't even like, sit. Oh, my I don't mom like that does picture. that. Oh, my, my mom God. does that. Hell yeah, what man, bro? Like it's towards though. You'll sit and it may really feel like a moment to you, but because you now have the camera up, it's like okay, I have to now put start the show. I have to put on this act. I'm gonna pose here, and it's like, yo, you were so beautiful just in your natural and element. Right. I, I mean, can't get that, that back. That you know the best that that is? the territory of the fact that everybody's aware of that. Hell yeah. The photo it's is super instant. aware. The photo is instant. It can be deleted and it can be taken again. That's and, why I like and film. People because expect, people realize when you shoot on film, oh, that's not going to come out for a I while. I can't delete exactly, that. Exactly. And I can't everybody, delete that and I can't see that until right. like maybe so a month later. So when you can't see it, exactly it's like, all right, you just kind of let go, right? Whether it's you that are having the picture taken or you that's taking the photo. And that's been the biggest part for film for me because I do think that I can be overly critical, you know what I'm saying? But when you don't have... We all are. Yeah, I mean, if you give a fuck, if you give a fuck, you're going to be a little bit hard on yourself, right? You you want to get better. Now, there are some people who are like, yeah, man, I took the best photo ever, and you may be in it for different reasons. Cool, but About last night. (laughs) (laughs) That's my website. But But by not being able to see the photo, I don't really care after I've taken it. It's like I think about it before, and actually after I shoot it, I'll, I don't let go of the shutter as quickly. I'll still hold looking no, at what I, I remember. You're, at. you're one of those shoes. Really? You're, you're one of the. It's it's subconscious, but it, it's because it feels like I'm holding my breath, and then it's like uh, happening. Okay. It's just letting go. You was about to say what, P? No, because I remember when when uh when you you used to shoot, you would do the uh you would change the shutter speeds, and you would do you would do like a three or four different shutter speeds, mm-hmm. because you were trying to do like some kind of HDR or something. And I have no idea. But you wanted, know. but you did one, you did one options of the picture that you shot. Yeah, and I, I mean, yeah, with digital for sure. Right. Because I'd sit and I'd look oh, at it, sure. and I'd be I'm like, talking, I, I'd yeah, be like, maybe needed to be darker, yeah. maybe needed to be brighter. But with film, I just take a shot, film me, and it's like the moment is there. I'm really just worried if I get it in focus, and I even know that That's if it's, part. and I even know if it's not in focus, it may still work out because at the end of the day photography is about a feeling mm-hmm. like that's what the fuck a like is supposed to mean you that i feel something from that shit mine. i call the photo of mine a mistake because i used too slow hell to yeah i remember that shit yeah, and it was and like it looked like, like a, no mistake it looked like, like an, it looked like an intentional like double exposure you did a whole series where i guess you had fucked up with film one of and them was like, a reload yeah and, and you start like too slow of a speed yeah it was something but like it was like an image printed on an image and you did it on accident yeah you know what I'm saying? Like but when you I would say if if you're talking about the same photo series that I saw, I think some of that's some of your best work. That shit looked amazing. I'm actually, I'm actually looking to print that large Bro, that shit should. Look, that's why I bought a scan. That shit looked that should have said that already, bro. That shit looked amazing. There's a photo I think it's the decision. I got it half off. And this is what street meat is. We gas each other up. We're fucking good. Everybody's so but it's like the clouds are like right there too. In there are in like our in the oh, photo. Yeah. Talk, um, yeah. That's a mixture of a shot at Bust, uh, Boston's Public Garden, and that was oh, overexposed yeah, yeah, yeah. on a shot from Cusco, Peru, where the clouds. I was taking a picture of the city, but the clouds somehow managed to be overlaid on the lightest exposure of the Boston Public Garden. So people are laying on the carpet, are laying on the grass, 
and like the photo leads up into the clouds. But like mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. you can tell it's not supposed to be like that. Yeah, yeah. That one yeah. I plan on printing and making specifically for canvas print only. Yeah, that shit is beautiful. Appreciate right? that, man. Thank yeah. you. Yo, you taught me. I was like, yo, if I miss a shot, let me not write it off. Let well, I got that from go street. Look at it I, again. I got that from sh- from. Well, you said if you missed the shot, not to write it all. Not to write like it if, off. If you yeah. thought, oh, not okay. to write it off because it's like you know what? It's a film shot, and I think you say that you look through your shots after you take them. I'm the opposite. I take it, I rack the, I rack the film, and I walk away because I no longer want to think of that photo. Well, that I, I was just saying, I was just, I was just saying that as in like I'm still in that moment. Oh, okay. So when you're looking, and I mean, it, it feels different looking through a film viewfinder than oh, a digital cool. one, especially mirrorless. Yeah, we'll say that's that a whole. That shit ain't the same. That ain't the same. I mean, it probably works well. And I'm not knocking mirrorless because the image looks great, right? But as far as the experience, it's it a little bit different looking through through a film camera, like. When you literally look through it, especially if you it's move, a mirror. You're, especially you're if you move around, right. it just has this weird texture mm-hmm. from the characteristics of the glass to the fact that it's actually like physics, like mirrors and shit, as opposed to pixels reproducing it through a mirrorless. I ain't knocking it. It's 2020. Like, do what you got to do. It's tools for different so jobs. So, how older were you when you found out that you fucking hate Sony cameras, dog? I'm actually still trying to find out what's up with the Sony A7S III, because <laughs> like. I got a 7D and it don't really work that well no more. Because right? it sounds like, like you're talking shit, dog. Edison, about what? You, <laughs> nah, I ain't that, talking shit about nothing. That EOS R, bro. I am mirrorless every fucking I'm not day. Ta- of I'm my not life. talking shit. I'm just saying that, it's, that, know, that, 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 that there's man. a difference, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Because for me, I'm, I've been like, all right, why have I been shooting more with my film camera than my 7D? I don't see my pictures. I, I mean, I think it's about what works. For me. It's about what works. It's about what works for you. Because for me, it removes that ability for me to be overly critical. True. So whereas though, that play button, so you start looking at the photo. Nah, nah, nah. Bro, nah, I delete right? while I'm shooting. Dude, you he, can he man, that, ask yeah. Chuck, ask uh, Chuck, yeah. ask Chuck, ask Pete, ask anybody, ask anybody that's watched me out of me. Yeah, I'm shooting. I'm deleting. I'll come home with like five pictures on a photo because I deleted everything. That was new to me too because like I shoot, I shoot, I shoot, and I shoot, and I shoot. I don't delete. I don't delete. I don't. Do you spray and pray? You well, spray and pray once in a while. Well, I don't delete a single thing until once I'm in Lightroom. And yeah. Then well, honestly, yeah. there's, there's some people that are Just like the. So look, if you look through Frank's camera after he shot, every shot fucking fire. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not one of those people. At least for me, in my perspective, somebody else may look at that shit and feel like they all look like fire. But I can tell you for a fact that if you go through a fucking shit. like memory card Aaron's dump, photos, you know, if you go through memory card dump. Of my shit, there's like at least 70% of those photos are trash because I'm more of like, I'm just trying to catch this moment, the composition. Yeah, I'm just trying to catch this right moment, so I'm gonna shoot around that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna just keep shooting. I used to shoot a lot more. Now, as I've gotten older, especially when I come out to meets, I don't even shoot as often as I used to, bro. Like, I used to be extremely aggressive. Now it's more like, where we all? Let me ask you, do you think, my bad, I don't mean to point at you, but do nah, you think... Nah, it's all good. They do don't think, see you. Do you think shooting... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? We ain't recording this on video. <laughs> Photography podcast, they don't record video, fucking assholes. <laughs> but let me ask not you... Not yet. Do you, yeah, not yet. Do you think that shooting film has slowed down the way you shoot digital? Um, what do you mean slowed down, though? Uh, so for me, I, I before I picked up... The film camera, I used to spray and pray. I mean, by the time I picked up the film camera, I wouldn't spray and pray as much, but I would also shoot in abundance. Because I think you digital. mean I think you mean shoot with more intention, as in like 
That's a, having that's a good as, way in to frame like, it. as in like as in like knowing why question. you're shooting okay. that photo, like why you are deciding to capture that, as opposed mm-hmm. to I'm just shooting everything. I don't know. Maybe Instagram. I mean, I mean, to some to some ex, to some. I ex, think Instagram led my initial initial digital photography. I mean, to some extent. My fault. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's good. But like you said, like, I, I was think, just thinking about the question that you would ask. Yeah, so like I felt like when I started shooting film, especially when I'm traveling more primary, my digital photography is slowed down. I take yeah, a moment, yeah, I look yeah, through yeah. like the, especially like you said with digital, I look through the EVF and I'm like, nah, that isn't it. Let me wait. Let me go around over here. Because yeah. on a film camera, you'll half shutter, get your light meet, get your light reading. Okay, it's measured right. There's a moment you know, of hesitancy. There is. The, I hesitate more on digital yeah. because I hesitate as much on film. Yeah. So do you yeah. think that I would related say, to you yourself? Because I know you're a fellow f- film photographer. I mean, to an extent, not I, not really though, because no? I okay. feel like that. I feel like that change in perspective started happening before I even had a film camera. Okay. okay. As in, like, I was starting to ask myself, why? What is the point of this photo? Before okay, I had even had, okay. yeah, before I even had a film camera. So, like, I would shoot shit, mm-hmm. and then I'd be like, all right, what's the point? Like, all right, this looks cool. You know, I maybe got this, I don't know, top of a fence out of focus, and it's nice. You know, my composition looks good. It's lit. They'll probably get some likes. <laughs> nah, real shit. <laughs> I got, fo- you, you I got like photos that. on it. It's head. always in here. Yeah, and I mean, and it, but then it was like, but why would anybody want to see this photo? Like, what makes this photo important like why does it matter you know what i'm saying and i think that's part of like the downside is you start to get more deeply involved with things is you really start to ask these real questions because it's kind of nice when you're just shooting you don't give a fuck like i mean that's where like your best stuff comes from honestly right when you're just kind of wrapped up in it and not like criticizing yourself but i do think there is a point and i think it's part of like every artist's journey where you start to see the deeper meaning behind things Mm -hmm. but you still try to find that carefree approach you know what I'm saying, to your art, right? Yeah. Because I think if you're overly, if you overthink and if you're overly critical, you're going to stifle your art. But you do have to think about it sometimes because that's what art is, right? It gets deep. So if you look at like films, you look at all the different layers of messages that are built into these films, like Stanley Kubrick, what the fuck is, that what the fuck are his beast. movies about? You know what I'm saying? You may find something in it yeah. that resonates, but you're not going to get to the bottom of being able to describe. No, Stanley Kubrick just like the flex. You have to watch more than three times. Yeah, you got to get down movie. to the layers of this no, shit. You know what I'm saying? Mean, he, so, his whole thing was symmetry, and he liked to flex that shit, and, 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 and it became a standard. But what if some of the shit that we think was intentional by Kubrick wasn't? It was just he just liked that shit. Like maybe he just liked why. I, I would no, say 50-50. No, you know I mean, what I'm saying? No, we can flip that coin and say, what if you created something and somebody sees something deeper that you didn't catch yeah. yourself? That you yeah. didn't catch. Right. And, 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 with it. Right. <laughs> and you yeah, just, and just do it. it. Yeah. Or you could try to the, ch- channel the deepest meaning into some shit and somebody could look and be like, I don't get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, times, just like, you don't get like that, some, don't get some white person sees Get Out and like, oh, what's the Yeah, what's, I don't get it. A, yeah, I don't, that shit ain't going to hit the here? same for somebody that's black versus somebody that's white. <laughs> it's just, Any, it's anybody with melanin. <laughs> yeah, it's just not going to hit the same. And right. that's just the reality of it, right? So it's like when you're invested in the results, mm-hmm. I think that that's where a bit of the problem comes into it. So if you can have, if you have a, a digital camera and mm-hmm. you're just, you're shooting, 
you you no there's no there's nothing that says that you have to be overly critical and fucking deleting while you're shooting on digital camera. Right. You can completely just be in your zone mm-hmm. and that's just and a tool. Just do your thing and, and just then... do your fucking thing and kill that shit. Yeah. But it's like you have to be in your zone and anything that distracts you from your zone and takes you to hyper focus on the technical takes mm-hmm. away from the art of that shit. You know what I'm saying? I think that I think that's a th- uh, that's one thing that people like get too focused on is like the the hyper technical shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a technical dude. Is in like I can sit. I, I listen to some of. Some Wait, do I, you have a one DX? No, the Mark Three. Nah. Yeah, no, you don't. You don't have that. Wow, you're trash. Gotta get the job to pay for you're that. You're trash, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't cop that. You're shit, fucking though. trash. That shit is a lot of money. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's, your pictures are not good if you're not shooting on a one DX Mark Three, nigga. Yeah, that's not true. That's not. That's that's not true. But they will tell you that shit, and they will make you feel like you need to have it, right, Louis? Like the biggest thing is like. I remember when I was looking to transition into a creative job, I would remember if you go on Indeed and try 5D to type 5D Mark III. In, if you type in photographer, <laughs> it will say, must have a full frame camera. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this job posting was created by somebody in HR who doesn't know a thing. <laughs> but it's the same shit like right now, where it's like people feel like if you're going to shoot a movie, you have to shoot a red. Right, yeah. exactly. You have to use and, But there is a standard for Netflix. Netflix does have a I minimal understand. standard. Yeah, no, they have, I think they, most film productions at this point have a minimal standard. It is, of but gear. It's, still, it's still technical. It doesn't make your movie good. And that's probably why people don't go to Netflix. The story, yeah, the story, the story, the story yeah, is but, what makes but, but but me it good. Hell yeah, Master Shots, man. Yo, yeah. I got the same book. Y'all, 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 y'all be tuned in all day. Nah, but I'm saying, but like, I don't even do video. But think about, but think about with Netflix, right? Like, you're not going to Netflix for their content. You're not sitting here like, and that's what Apple TV is doing. They're actually focusing on the craft of storytelling, and that's what they're marketing their platform as. True. Whereas Netflix was just an abundance. So cool, you have that quantity. technical variable. Netflix is quantity all day, and that's yeah. what you're usually going to get mm-hmm. with people that are focused on the technology you will find something over on the Netflix. substance. I would yeah. say that will change now that like. They uh, may. obviously as competition is introduced. I hope so because this Disney sucks. Plus is their main competition now. Bro, I hope so because I can't trust the goddamn Netflix original anything. You yeah. used to Anything. be able to. You used to you be able used to. Probably they, way back. They, yeah. Season they, one, Black they, Mirror. They cancel. They cancel mm. everything after two seasons because their their model is okay. We do two Bruh, seasons. Bird Box was trash. We, I'm we, talking film. So we, we, we need Bird we Box to, was trash. Woo. My fault, P. I'm no, rude. No, no, wait, 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 watch it. But damn, that's Bird Box was trash. Bird Box. Bird Box was trash. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. It was not good. It was. It was. It was overhyped. I want. I want your opinion on something that I I just could not vibe with, but but was. Getting praised universally. Sure. Um, have you seen The Irishman? I have not finished it. <laughs> Haven't finished it. <laughs> so I guess there's your answer. I, 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 I feel that. <laughs> that that's, that that's definitely a whole day event right there. I guess that's the answer right there. I have not finished it. I started that shit. It sounded amazing. I feel like I'm aging along it's with a good movie. It's a good movie. But after a while, I was like, yo, I got shit to do, yo. Like, <laughs> It's like this movie's like four hours long, man, and it's beautiful it's, that you could do that. It's, a, it's like, a good movie. It, it, I'm sure I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get wait, to it. Wait, hold on. It's nominated, right? It's nominated for an Oscar. Probably, think, yeah, yeah, I think so. They released it in a theater temporarily just so that I can. That's get the unfortunate. Yeah, yeah no. Nah. I mean, it was, it's a good movie, but I want to watch it, and that's probably Netflix getting to what really matters, right? Let me say. So this. they went and got Martin Scorsese. 
fucked right? up. Yeah, they went and got all these. They, get, they got all the originals. Joe Pesci, Al Pacino, hey, yo, Robert listen, De Niro. Listen, I'm gonna say it one more time. Fuck the Irishman. I ate an edible, thirty milligrams at eight o'clock. So by nine o'clock, I was sky high. And I tried watching that movie. Yo, 1917's gotta get that fucking. I want to. I want to. I want to watch it. You said 1917's gonna get what? Yeah. Well. The 1917 is yeah. the shit. Yeah, me, me and Sway, we, we both we, we both ate about 50 <laughs> milligrams and we went to watch that movie. I want to see it. But that I'm movie itself, see. sober, you should watch. I'm gonna go see it at the Uptown Theater in DC. Have y'all yeah, been there? No. Y'all got. I'm gonna tell you about the Uptown Theater. It's called Lowe's Uptown in DC. It's on Connecticut Avenue Northwest, and it is one of the oldest theaters in the city. Okay. And I have. It's right there by Tony Town. Yes, and they only show one sh- one film at a time there because the whole 1917 is about to be in there. They're showing 1917 right now, so the, the whole that. building is one fucking screen. They have a Shit. lower level, they have a balcony. Um, it's an old ass theater. Oh, my girl, stadium viewing. yeah, my girl, my girl doesn't get it because she's like, it's old seats. I'm not sitting in old seats, but <laughs> you can't get. That was a fucked up impersonation. But that's how we know you don't sound like that, boo. But yeah, but that's what that mentality is what hits but that's, us like that. But that's what I be hearing because you be missing the point, right? Is she gonna get this far into the episode? Hey, like, yo, hey, yo, hey, this is about to be the first drink meat podcast with editing, yo. Nah, hey, but I'm dog. saying, but it's, it's an old school theater experience, which I guess kind of fits into my whole vibe of like CDs and MP3s and shit, right? Regardless. If you go see it there, it's a dope ass experience. Have reason, you seen it? Have you seen it? I haven't seen it there. Yet? I haven't seen it, but the reason I mentioned no, it, I hear recommend me out. it. 100%. I hundred percent gonna see it. But the reason I recommend the Lowe's Uptown Theater DC is because it's a it's a major fucking theater. It's a staple, like in the city. And the only way it's gonna stick around is if people go see that shit. And it's worth it. So go see it. You'll see a film in a way that you don't normally see films. And there. what's the name of the place again? Lowe's Uptown. Lowe's Uptown. It's on Connecticut right. Avenue. Hell yeah, hell yeah, Shit. hell yeah. Hey, I'm tr- I, I, yeah. I want to see the movie again. Yeah, but I, I want to see 1917 in IMAX on some real shit. True. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw. Dun- I saw. I saw. That might be the. I saw Dunkirk. I saw <laughs> Dunkirk in IMAX. That shit was fire. I, I was peeking. I was peeking in my edible. And, yeah. Uh, the when last. What I, I, I saw. When I saw the. What I. What I needed to see, in that movie, dude. Dog. Hey, that movie. When you hear of one shot. This movie wasn't made in one shot, but dog, it's a one shot movie. It looks like all one shot. The it entire is beautifully movie looks like made. It was honestly the, the way it was made. I think the way that it was edited, because like you could kind of see a couple of the edit marks. Mm-hmm. But when I say it's seamless, bro, acting was on point. Storyline was on point. I mean, it's based off a of true story, so you know they take some Hollywood, you know, um, lib- um, liberty to it, but. Mm-hmm. Beautifully made, bro. Costuming, designing, special effects were minimal. It was awesome. So, what are, you, what are you trying to see it? Hmm? What are you trying to see it? 1917. <laughs> oh, I thought you were trying to go back in time. <laughs> are you trying to see it for real? For real? <laughs> you trying to record it? Shit, I don't know. We, man. Should, we should probably have this conversation off air. But honestly, let us know when you're down to see it because I'm going to watch it on IMAX. Maybe sometime next week. IMAX right down the street from me, bro. We can go see it together. Yeah, go see that shit. We definitely got to. Um, but seeing certain films in IMAX, I think it changes the experience. It does. Right? Like, I actually, I just saw a movie called Waves. Have you guys heard of it? Mm-mm. I don't know. What? Yeah, it's cool if we talk movies on this page. Absolutely, man. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. visual art. Bad, so, bad, we about bad. that. We talk about videography. Or yeah. Waves. Waves. Waves is a great movie. Nowhere, nowhere on my <laughs> I don't radar. Think I heard of it. Waves is a great movie. It's an independent film that was released in, like, um, 
like those landmark cinemas, those low key ones, mm. the East Street, Bethesda okay. Rose. That's where you're gonna find the best movies at the end of the day. Like that's a gem, y'all pick that up. Hell yeah! What have y'all seen? Parasite? I haven't seen. It Yo, but yo, speaking of parasites, that, that, that's so, on my list. Like, that's on my list. I'm about to show you this one speaking frame. Of where, where can I stream that? Where can speaking I stream of that? I will without this, breaking any I got a new bootleg something site for you, that, <laughs> Something that I've, I've noticed a lot about, especially in cinema, and I think, honestly, I think services like Netflix are attributing to it, is just the exposure of foreign films. Oh, yeah. Like you'd be surprised how many gems are out there, and they're that kicking have been our around ass. for a minute. They are, yeah. they're, they're, they're really good. They're French films. They're, they're really Korean good. films. Amelie, have you watched Amelie? I actually took a film class my senior year in high school, and I watched Amelie. It was a fa- it's a French film, but it was beautifully made. Sure. I haven't seen it, but I had to reference it for a film that I was working on. Like the okay. the DP. So you've heard of it though. Yeah, but the DP was bringing it up for their use of color. Yes, and Great. It, for, for the frames a, that I saw were for such beautiful. A earth, for such a like a, I don't want to say low key, but such a, for a movie that is earthly based, not mm-hmm. like it's not like this big storyline. It's just an honest storyline, very mm-hmm. vibrant in color. Mm-hmm. Um, another movie that, especially for foreign films, I think Itu Mama Tambien. I don't know if you've heard of oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that movie. That yeah. movie that's Spanish. It's a Spanish film. What's I think that it's mean? Mexican, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And your What's mom that too. Hmm? That's what it's called. Which, and in your English. mom too. And your mom too. It's an English translation to it. Uh, that actually won some awards, but honestly, like I was a bro. But that was like about ten years ago. Though. No longer That's... than that. I was six, 15, 16. Yeah, yeah. Bro, look at this frame from Parasite. Just look at it. Just study it as. Just look at it as a photo. Uh, wait, hold on. Explain. Wait. Explain what Are you're looking, looking at. I'm looking through a basement I, window. I want to know the least amount of Parasite. No, get, no, spoilers. No, no, spoil, no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers at all. Because I'm not into spoiling films. I think that's. I think that's You're, you're looking shit. through a basement window. If I'm not. But just mistaken. look at that as a photo. Uh, yeah, no. I, it's fucking that, that gold. That gold color. That that gold color is amazing. Yeah. The yeah. color grading. The lighting on that. Well, yeah. well, just as an overall frame. I mean, right? Like so. Like to describe. I have no idea. Louise, you said something what we're saying, right? So it's this shot from Parasite where the camera is inside of a room. At, and it's like a basement room, so we're looking through a window. But it's floor level. Yeah, it's like floor level. Mm-hmm. So you're looking through a window, and you're seeing outside on the street. And on the street, it's two guys throwing water on a gentleman. Oh, and, but the light hits the And the way the, the light is, the, it's, like lighting, it's, lava. it's lighting the water, and you can see the water ah. flowing there. And so from the composition to the lighting, it's mm-hmm. solid as fuck. That's the whole movie. And this is a Korean film. Mm-hmm. And we've got people okay. here that think that if you just have a red, oh, you're shooting a movie. Nah. And you're saying, you're looking at this frame, and I'm like, yo, no, look at this. I, like, I, they they, 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 they could have probably, because right. you can shoot on anything. at the end of the day, that they, technology shit don't really matter. It doesn't. Did, did you see the, the director's comment on in the Emmys? What, what just happened recently? Golden Globes? Golden Globes. Okay. Where he, the, the director of that movie, he said, the, your world get will get more... It will get expanded if you um, have a one-inch uh, subtitle or something or other. Yeah, if you watch mm-hmm. more foreign films, you'll see completely better, wrong. You'll see yeah. better films. So like, like I said, Itu Mama Tambien, uh, Amelie, I think those are all movies that you should watch only because they show you that great filmmaking isn't just an American thing. Like, right. Everyone yeah, talks yeah, about yeah. Bollywood. Every fucking country like has of, a story. Yeah. Every, mm-hmm. co- every country has amazing stories to tell. That's why I think Bollywood's popping off because they have these amazing stories. I mean, granted, a lot of things might be over the top. Man, but it's mm-hmm. to its Those culture. fucking movies are like four, three hours yeah, long. ass movies. Mm-hmm. But yeah. at the same time, Hollywood here in the U.S. is not the... St- I don't... Let me not say it's not the standard bearer, but it's not the only 
place in the world making high quality movies. And Parasite is an example of that for South Korea. Uh, are you Emily, trying to make a short film, Malcolm? I'm trying to make a short film. Like, is there a story that you have that you want to shoot? I mean, yeah, I take notes of my ideas. You know what I'm saying? I've written some things out. Real shit. No, I thought of it because I actually, I mean, photography was my gateway into cinematography. That's some real shit. And so, like, I spent a lot of time working on sets and projects outside of it. More on films. Than, actually, I spend more of my energy and my mental energy on film than I do on photography at this point. But it still overlaps. Like, photography right. allows me to keep my cinematography skills sharp to whereas though I'll even just walk around with my film camera and not even take a shot. Just literally just looking through the viewfinder mm-hmm. at different <laughs> shit. Because it's so fucking dope. You get an understanding of what the lighting does. Oh, yeah. Backlighting yeah. for me was a huge curve. No, but is there a story? Film. Is there yeah. a story that, that you have inside have, of you? I'm sure. I'm sure we all have stories, bro. I've got a couple of stories. Like, all literally, of stories I have a phone full of, like, notes that I've started, like, writing down. And it's like, I'm only interested in writing. I mean, this may change in the next 10 years. I don't fucking know. But right now, I'm only interested in writing as it serves for me to develop my cinematography because what I've realized is you can have all of that shit, right? You can have a red, you can have the best composition, you can have all these lights, you know what I'm saying? But if ain't shit going on, you ain't got nothing to shoot. You know what I'm saying? None of that that bullshit matters. It doesn't fucking matter. It's pretty pretty to look at, but nobody's going to remember what you're Nobody fucking cares. And so you'll see certain things, You'll you'll see films that don't resonate and it's like, oh, I can tell you was just hyped to have a red. But you didn't have a story. And if you had a story, you may not even need it that red. If you spent more money investing in your actors and getting a quality performance or instead of getting yeah. this new fucking 8K red, which is cool. But, like, is that what's going to really sell your film? As in, like, just for people to give a fuck. Nobody's yeah. going to say, hey, yo, that film was shot on a red. That shit's super yeah, 8K, bro. Fire, dog. Yeah, it, it, was, it was worth my two hours because at the end of the day, I ain't even finished The Irishman. <laughs> so what makes you think I'm gonna finish your shit that yeah, shot and, on a red? There's money. There's, and there's money, money behind and that's that movie right there. Yeah. So <laughs> at the end of the day, it starts to get to being about feeling. Right. And that's and that's what I'm saying. Like, is there a story? Like, yeah, is there? I got, I got stories. Every, that shit every, might never every, see the light of day. He's not gonna drop those right now, bro. Oh, yeah. you yeah, want to see like a story? Him. I got. I mean, I even that, I've even thought that, of that I've even thought I've thought of a story, and I've I still have it in my head and in my phone. Because there's one story that everybody has as a filmmaker. There's one story. Just, I, I've got one. Story but I don't think you have I've, just one. I, I think you have, I think we all have multiple stories, right? You could tell us about all of kinds of experiences yeah. from your life well, that were no, like I, major. Of course, but I'm just saying like there's that, that one movie like uh, Jonah Hill had mid-90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and, uh, I don't think mid-90s is the only thing Jonah Hill I was about to say, but how many things was he doing before that? Because yeah. before that, I would have well, said he had super bad. Nice. No, but that, but that was the one thing that he really put his but name I was behind. Saying, and I'm pretty sure now that that's behind him, there's something else. Right. And then and then there was Hell Don yeah. John with, um, what's his name? Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, where he's a sex addict. Yeah, the exactly. Addict. I, do, I See, remember watching that. movie those, is actually better than I thought it was. Yes. Yeah, because it's realistic. Exactly. It's exactly. a realistic thing. No, but but, but the, the story in and of itself, he, he, he pulled it off. Just like just like Jonah, Jonah Hill with, pulled did with mid-90s. My, well. mid-90s. Yeah, yeah, right. And there's also, um, uh, I can't think of the next, uh, some other random director... I can't think of one right That's now. Right. But, but those two what, 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 what I'm saying, what I'm saying is like, there's a story. Everybody yeah. has a story. Yeah. I, you know, like yeah. everybody, have, everybody has a story. We all have a project that we all have inside of us that we want to put out to the world to see that we 
are the I don't want to say that we're the creator of it, but not to sound very like not to use Watchmen, but we'll have something we want to create and we want to share with people. Oh, so y'all got like so are you saying like you have a project that's or like an idea that yeah. it's like this is one idea and it's like this is like the big one for you as in like this is like right. your major idea. Yeah. That's pressure. Because you're throwing it all on one. I I I live on that every day. Don't <laughs> you have, don't you have don't you I mean I'm yeah, not saying pressure. there's anything wrong with pressure at all, but you don't have other ideas? No, of course I have other ideas. It's yeah. just like if if I were to make a perfect not necessarily perfect but if I were to have like your ideal if I, scenario, if I, if I were, yeah, in my all ideal scenario with the all. right people to yeah, act, yeah, yeah. The this is what I you want. This is the idea this that you would spend story, that shit on. This is the story I want to tell through video. Yeah, you should focus through on that cin- shit, then. You should fo- whatever that idea is, you should focus on yeah. that shit because, because at the end of it all, if you if you if you make a good enough short film, and this, this is just you know this is not my my goal whatsoever. It's just like. If somebody doesn't understand why people make short short films, five minute short films, because they get picked up by big studios. But that's why you would do it. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's yeah, not. Yeah, that's yeah, not. Yeah. That's not why I would do it. Okay. What I'm saying is, this is why people make short films. I get it. I get it. And the reason the reason why why a lot of people do the things that they do and have. Like a bunch of random people act, yeah, yeah, yeah. quote unquote, act in their in their films yeah. is because they they want their film to get picked up by a by a big studio and say, hey, yo, let's let's do a, a feature film, and it's there's no substance. There. But that's what, but that's I what, think that's, that's the same as saying about why people take photos because yeah, want to I was going to say that that's that's that's, that's being that that, well, that's being results oriented, which I think is fucked up for art. It never works out like that. Right. Serious, you know what I'm saying? When it's like I'm and doing then, this because and, I want and it and to happen, like, and I feel like this is why like a lot of the like I haven't seen Parasite yet, so I can't comment on it. But what I can't comment on is like a, a lot of like the like um. Do you guys know uh, Neil Blomkamp? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, talk, I, I talk about him all the time. Choppy. I, yeah, I, I talk about him. Movie, I, I talk about That's him all the time. Yo, Choppy was such a good movie. That's the director that, that did that. Yeah, he did okay. um, District Nine. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. that yeah. one. District yeah. He he started he started out with a bunch of like short random films. short films. Yeah. And his ideas got picked up by, right. uh, you know, big studios and like, yo, we like the story, we like the lore. Right. Let's do a movie. Right, right, right. And my man's made money. Yeah. Right. Well, he was able to put the stories on that he created, which were sci-fi based stories. I, but I think that going back to what I said earlier, it's, it's project based. We all have projects that we want to see. I think I have I have a journal of creative stories that I've written. That yeah, now I, that I'm I'm a visual creative because I don't want to call myself just a photographer. Uh, but I feel like damn, now that I have this skill set, I can bring what I've written to a bit more uh, a bit more of a realistic project. Because like you write a story, damn, to get published as a short story, it's just as hard as getting published as a short yeah. film. So, so do you guys want to be writers? I mean, that's kind of my skill set. I write. All right. No, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's dope. It's, like, I, yeah. when I when I was in college, I was majoring in English because I enjoyed writing. Yeah. And, like, creative writing when I was younger and mm-hmm. shit. Pierre, well, you wanna... I, major, I majored in Spanish growing up, so. Oh, yeah. And that, that wasn't like a flex. That? I dropped the fuck out, so we can just go ahead and drop <laughs> that right there. It took there, me so. eight years to get my degree, <laughs> yeah. bro. Hey, I had to get back in there just to get out of Miami, so. Yeah, but P, you would write that, right? Yeah, no, I've I've got like three. Like, I mean, random like you have pages. stories that you yeah. would write, right? Yeah. So like when you, I've when got characters in my story. Yeah. So when you're asking like if I have stories, I mean, yeah, I've got stuff that I've 
written. I have stuff that I plan on executing, but I also don't feel like I need to write a film in order to tell my story. I think you can tell your story, right? Which is like, this is who I am based off of my experiences in various ways, right? Mm -hmm. So even as a DP, you can still tell tell your story from the decisions that you make for how you tell the story, right? You infuse yourself in that process. And that's why some people may be like, I like that DP over this other DP because of the feeling that they gave me. Now, DP is director of photography, yeah, it's the director right? of photography. Yeah, which is a, a, the, in, in, the... In your detail, what, what, what is a director of photography? What it, a director of photography is responsible for designing the look of the film in collaboration with the director. So... The reason I say that is because it's still a position of service and leadership. It's like that middle ground, right? Right. I'm not a DP in my world. Like as far as my experience on sets, I have worked up to being a camera operator. You know what I'm saying? Um, I still call myself a cinematographer because that's the art, that's the craft. Yeah. But for a profession, when you say I'm a DP in certain spaces, there's an expectation of certain responsibilities there. And so right. the director of the photography is really like, films start to take a corporate structure, bro. So whereas, though, like, you have different departments, you have department heads, and that's how things are functioning. Yeah, start answering people. That's why those credits yeah. are important. Why, yeah. why read a credit? Bro, th- th- and, and honestly, like, <laughs> yeah, they have the whole, like, above the line, below the line shit, which I don't really understand, but that's, like, directors, producers, starring actors, writers are, like, above the line. Yeah. Everybody, you the begin- yeah, you and everybody the else is the like below the line, which I guess is considered to be hired specifically for that project. Best boy, best grip. Yeah, all that know. shit. I mean, even the DP is, first, is considered b- below the line, right? But as a director of photography, you're working. So it's first the director's job to figure out how they're going to tell that story, right? Right. And you as the DP are there to translate th- what they're trying to do into visual language, right? So that involves camera that involves the way the camera moves that involves lighting so hold on so i feel like that will be part of cinematography it is yeah no a dp is but yeah, what is cinematography a cin- i think yeah. is like the more is, the is it the broader, broad term it's cin- broader cinematography term. is the name for the art right I so feel, it's, I feel it's like, like it's I like i feel photog- like there's a lot of but hands it, in one pot but it's like just photog- to make a a, a movie but, so right you yeah, well, take course, you take man. so so like let's break down some words right? you take photography right what's photography lighting. writing with light right cinematography is writing with cinema okay so it's supposed to be about communicating through this visual medium Mm-hmm. And that's where, like, the real art gets into the craft because you're translating what the director wants to say into visual components, right? So okay. if they're like, I w- this is the feeling that I want for the scene or this is what's happening in the scene, you're thinking about how the audience is supposed to feel and mm-hmm. figuring out what visual approaches can communicate that feeling and then you work with the director to figure out which one is going to work for what they're trying to do. Okay. And you may have recommendations, you know, you may have suggestions, but at the end of the day, it's the director's call. And whatever the director's call is, you then are responsible for executing that while still serving the story at the end of the day. So it's a lot of there's strong collaboration between the director and the photo- and the, the DP on what's right for the film. Because they make the director makes that decision. 
they leave whatever because everybody works differently. They leave that and now they're taking it to their departments. For this right. is how it has so, to be so executed. So to give a bit of a concrete example, so let's say you're in a indoor situation. The director says, "I want this over the look shoulder," while the person gives them this heartbreaking information, and then I want to have capture the body language but not showing their face just yet. You're gonna tell them, "Oh, I think you should use a 24 millimeter. I think you should shoot like a 3.5." Or, yeah, because you use aperture. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They use your 24 frames a second. A lot of the same technical aspects of photography carry over. And then this. he'll come back to you like, nah, man, I want this at 50. I want it just to capture, like, right here. You know, I'm pointing to my shoulder and ear so that mm-hmm. you get that overlook view, but that way you focus on the person talking, not so much the wider view of, like, a 24 where you see the body language at the back of the head and all that. Right. Because it comes dead space because it's dark. Right. Um, so those are, the, those, those are the conversations a DP would have a director and then the director would say, well, I think you should go with like, a, instead of a 50, maybe use a 40. Depends, right? Because, I mean, it depends because you may get a director that doesn't know shit about lenses. <laughs> and he may be God like, yo, damn. I don't... Cause, cause, may, cause, uh, what, what I'm gathering is like the director might not know shit. They may not. He just has a good story He knows that he wants... He has he a wants vision. It. Exactly, he has, he has a vision. vision. So the, he the, has the, a vision of how the, 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 he wants the, 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 the story director has a, is supposed to have a vision and a story. The technical shit... No, I'm good. The, the technical shit... He may not know how to execute it. Like, that's right. where you come in. And even there, you only, I mean, you have to come in. Like, you're supposed to know, you're, you're supposed to know a lot, right? But you don't have to know everything. Right. Towards though, that's why you may have a gaffer. You need to know enough to, you, like, say, hey. You need to know what needs to happen to get what they're trying to do. To try to, you're, you're trying to get them there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you may not have all the keys, but you may go to your gaffer and say, all right, look, this is what we're going for. This is what I'm thinking. What do you think we should do? And the guy was like, all right, I'm thinking from now a lighting technician's perspective. I'm thinking about all these different variables. This is what I think we can do that will accomplish what you're trying to do. And then you as the DP may say, I'm thinking about what the director said. I'm thinking about what you said. Do they align or not? Okay, Mm. that may or may not work. I mean, I'm sorry, that may work. Cool, we're going to run with that. That may not work. This is how we need to tweak it. You know what I'm saying? Or you may be the guy that's designing. Yeah, this is, this you may is be like the guy, super fucking you may be, you may That's be, why credits are so long. You may <laughs> be the guy that's designing yeah. it, and that's just lighting, though. That's what I'm saying. You're still responsible for three other areas. You're still, you're still responsible for the actual camera movement mm-hmm. and the lenses. Like, so right. how you're actually seeing You have to know framing. what each, each frame looks like. Yeah, with framing, composition, and all of that is in collaboration with the director. So right. some directors may let you just make all those decisions composition-wise. At the end of and the they day, just show up and just yeah, shoot. but the director is, usually, is really working with you on the composition for how they want the frame to be. After hearing all this, I wonder like how that conversation was going. Like I don't mean to yeah. like, harp on it, but like 1917, I feel like these yeah. conversations was a constant conversation. And it wasn't have, like a one conversation. Yeah. Bro, if yeah. you if you if you really like read and like listen to some like interviews, you'll hear like pre-production is the heaviest part. We're just figuring out what the fuck we about to do and how we about to get it done. And then you go. I and feel you, like once you have the people on on board and doing what they need to do, I feel like yeah. that's the easiest part. I would imagine. Yeah, and then you get to production, and some things you may stick to, like, all right, we have this plan, this is what we're going to do, and some things you have to work within the moment, and you have to adapt, and you may find the shot within it. Everybody's got different working flows. I think there is a way to do it to, that is like a happy medium between coming in with the plan and being able to adapt to the realities of the filmmaking process. Right. But you get through production, all right, cool, and now you're in post-production, and that's where more of the work comes in. I mean, so much more of the process is in pre-production and post-production than in actual fucking production, which is actually shooting. So when you're talking about, okay, I'm a DP, it's like how 
it's more than just how sh- are you a fucking DP? Well, it's just more, it's just more than it's just more than shooting. And honestly, like you can, you know, it's one of those things where I because I'm, I'm kind of at this place where it's like, when do you call yourself a cinematographer? When do you call yourself a director of photography? You know, if you if you were a DP on a indie film and it was like small crew, just you and you and some friends, you had a camera, you had some lights, you shot it. Do you, do you think that's that's a real DP yeah, role? Yeah, right. And it's like that to me is like a step on the journey. And I think mm. that, and, and which, which doesn't mean that, that it's yeah. irrelevant, right? Because it's right. super relevant. I mean, I shot since June. I worked on three films that some people may see, some people may not. That may or may not win some awards. I don't know. I'm not really interested in it. But it's experience for you. But it's that that experience, and I've grown to where as though now when I'm on a set, I've taken those lessons, and now I can apply them here. And that's like everything else we were talking about where you learn through experience and you learn through trying it. So if you feel like you want to be a DP, I don't know if you necessarily advertise yourself as that, but you should be thinking in that mind space of I am designing. And I use the word designing, not just I'm shooting. I'm designing. Because if you're a cameraman, you're just showing up. You may just op, you may just point the camera there, but you're not actually designing it. A DP designs that look as in saying, "This is the feeling that we want them to have." I mean, know? it's lighting, it's composition, bro, it's movement. You know what I'm saying? If I have this shot right here, and you're saying something, I decide to slowly zoom in to where it's subtle. You're gonna feel it, but that's completely different than if I decide to quickly zoom in. Two completely different emotions that you're right, getting from right. that single choice in movement. People, one think, of the, people don't think of that. People I mean, they DPs right. do, can real DPs add, do, can cinematographers you this do. Question for me: There's this shot in film that I always love, where it's a zoom in, the camera's coming into the subject, but the background is zooming oh, in. Yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what is that called? They, is call that it a vert- they call it a vertical effect, but yeah. what is you, that? What that's called? Yeah, you want, yeah, yeah but like effect. technically, what you're doing? They saw it on Jaws, right? They no, 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 I've seen I mean, it's, 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 it's in a bunch of shots, but they have it's an enjoy. They, they have it. They have it. I think Alfred Hitchcock used it a lot, and that's just that's when you're like physically moving in, mm-hmm. but zooming out. Yeah. Or the opposite. Okay. So, so you you're gotta, shooting, but you gotta have a steady sh- hand for that. You're shooting it with the you're shooting it with a zoom lens, and the subject is staying the same, but the scale of the background is shifting. So it creates this. Weird, like visual phenomenon that we don't experience in real life, and that's yeah, why that's why, that's it why it's one of my favorite. Oh, yeah, that's why see that it's, it's super stylized, you know. Yeah. So there's that, it right? So if you're a DP, you may be sitting with the director, and he's talking about like at this moment, like like with Jaws, right? So that's when I can't remember the guy's name, because with because with the glasses, that's when he's realizing shit. Is going is real. down. You and know what I'm like, saying? Like the shark is here. The shark is eating people. I've got a lot of people here. This is like a big. I think it was like Memorial Day or some shit. It's a big some holiday. Shark, if we Whatever have a, if we have a heart, if we have a shark attack right now, this is bad as fuck. Like that's the worst case scenario, and the worst case scenario is happening right fucking mm-hmm. now. So that's why, that that's why that shot is hits right it's, then and there. It's the weight of the moment. That hits exactly. That character that's exactly. In the frame. So the moment. Which is probably in, why I like that so shot. The, so the moment informs the technical decision, right. which is what I think. That's that's actual cinematography, and that's why you have to work with. A director, whereas the inverse may be the Michael Bay shot, right? 
every single time that 360 swirl, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hear me out. Action. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. No, this is this is no not. This is no not. This is slow. This is this is no this is no knock on Michael Bay. No, no, of course, because he made it's no knock on Michael Bay because the first time that shit was used, it was the perfect. Fucking shot for that goddamn moment. I don't know. Bad boys, maybe Transformers. I feel like I've seen it in Bad Boys. I'm pretty sure it was Bad Boys. I've seen it in Bad Boys. Michael Bay is not a bad director. No, 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 no. a lot of shit. But he, that motherfucker can make some action. But that's movies. a prime example where you take the technical without the substance and it doesn't have this, it doesn't work yeah. the same. Because now when you see it in other things, you're like, oh, I'm just doing the Michael Bay shot. And there are some DPs which will be like, I just want to do this shot. But it's about does that shot work for that moment? Mm-hmm. Right. And is that shot going to be effective? Because the Michael Bay shot, maybe you may it's been done so much that you may see it and be like, oh, that's a Michael Bay shot. And it takes you away yeah. from the fucking moment. But it's supposed to be about that. So as a DP, you're working with the director mm-hmm. to lead them to how to best communicate that moment yeah. for the story and that. That changes like bad boys up. too when they run up in the house with the Haitians. I mean, hell Haitians. yeah, that Great whole shot. scene, that, that whole scene whole was constantly moving around yes. in a three hundred and sixty. So it's about it's about the like devil what? is not welcome. Hell yeah. <laughs> Did you have to say that you were the devil? Did you really have to come up in the man's house and say that you were the devil? <laughs> like that shit was beautiful, yeah, right? Great. Scene. But hear me out. But were you sitting there and you may have noticed it briefly where you were like, oh, Michael the Bay camera, moment. The, well, the camera was swirling, but. That moment, you were still engaged on what was happening. You Cut weren't. You weren't too focused yeah. on like the cinematography and then the or split these other cuts things. With, like straight shots. Yeah, you're not supposed. You're not shots. supposed to. Yeah, so, yeah. good cinematography blends in mm. with the rest of the film. You know what okay. I'm saying? Really, film is one of those mediums where everything is supposed to blend into a cohesive whole, and it's not supposed to be like one thing stands out. You may notice it, but it's like. If you notice the cinematography and you're like, oh, that movie was good because of the cinematography, it wasn't a good movie. Wow. Damn. Okay. Because what was the movie about? Because you don't remember because you just remember what, that the film was What the, the fuck was the was movie about? Loud. So if I tell you, hey, yo, go see the movie because it has good cinematography, you don't even know that. what the fuck that word means. Yeah. It's like, why would I see that shit? You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, story is king, right? Yeah. And that's why yeah. for me, like when it's like, okay, do you have a story to tell? Yeah, we all have stories, but I'm not. That's not where it's I'm how focused. You're gonna tell it. It's about how, and how I'm interested in learning different way. I'm, I'm, I'm different. I'm interested in learning how to tell stories more so than telling one specific story. Shit, man, right there. That's I think that's the great. That's the great way to wrap this podcast. And we've been wrapping forty five minutes, man. Shit, more than that, yo. My Did we get to everything that y'all wanted to talk about? No, I kind of took the shit off on tangents. We was talking about like, bro. We was talking about, we was talking about like, this this egg is overcooked. Yeah. This motherfucker is <laughs> oh, the whole chicken now. <laughs> Honestly, though, I think, I think this episode right here is something that a lot of I think you took I, us. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me do a quick wrap up. I think that you took us from what street meat meant to you beginning out how Street Me gave you the tools to create something in your corporate world and where your vision is to take you because you just gave us a whole rundown on DP alone. Yeah, that means the knowledge um, base you have uh, You're grown. coming back. You know that. Oh, yeah. Hey, yo, for sure. We My family. only question is, when are we going to see a, a produced by, directed by, written by, screenplay by, costumes <laughs> by, Malcolm? <laughs> That's it. Just Malcolm, right? Just now. Malcolm. I, mean, I don't want to do no one to go. You know, know what I'm saying? I don't know. No, I mean, no, no. My Malcolm first won. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my first, thought, my first answer was never, but I'm at the point now where I don't say never to nothing. You know, never you been. can't. You can't call shit, right? Like, y'all, ain't, y'all couldn't call it. We'd be making a podcast now. Can we call when y'all it? Got together? Be here five years later? Beware Pierre, here. Could you could you imagine you being here five years after you oh, said yeah. you met oh you told Malcolm, I mean not Malcolm, Aaron, yo, we're gonna be doing this five years from now. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. not the podcast, but 
like the meats. But just just the street meat in general, yeah. You knew it'd be yeah. five years. Yeah, I knew. I, I knew. This, and a half I, away. Knew, I knew that this was gonna be a big thing. I mean, yeah, you can see certain things, but you can't see everything for me. So I can't Thanks. not. I can't say that that would never happen. Mm-hmm. It's not what I'm necessarily focused on. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm focused on cinematography, yeah. and that's where I want to stay right now because I've seen enough. Uh, well, I haven't seen enough. I have seen some of what else is out there to be like, all right, I don't really want to do that. You know, and I've done certain things where it's those like, I don't really want to do that. And I know that at least with filmmaking, a lot of people, like you learn, you're, it's like with anything, right? You're going to learn it once you get in. I used to think I wanted to be a professional photographer, bro. I didn't want to do that shit. Honey, you want to do weddings? I know what you want to do. I mean, I guess I am kind of because that's like where I work, but like, I want to be an entrepreneur as a photographer. Like that's just I could go into a whole. Wait, you don't want to be never whole, not working. It's a whole lot of sales nah, on your bio. Nah, man, I'm not. I'm not interested <laughs> in that shit. But I'm gonna wrap this shit up at least as far as what I was gonna say. And that was to say that Street Me DC is super fucking critical to the development of people as creatives. And if you're looking to turn your career, I mean your, your creative hobby into a career. I first ask you to really, really, really think about that shit and see, like, why you want to do that. If it's, like, because I want to get my art out there or if it's just because I want to make money. Because if you just want to make money, that may work. But, like, you're going to have to look at it from just making money and you're going to have to detach the two. But if you fuck with Street Me DC, if you fuck with enough people here, you'll meet people from different backgrounds. I think you'll be able to figure out what your path yeah, is. I think and everybody has their own... People. Yeah, and everybody has their own path. You know what I'm saying? You sit, you talk with people, you meet with people, you figure out what works for you, what doesn't. The next thing you know, you're like, all right, cool. I figured, I've kind of figured out what I want to do. Like, Louise, I've seen that you've been, you've been shooting a lot of, like, fights. Yeah. Like, that seems to, like, be working for you. Well, you know what I'm saying? Research. We don't got... I don't know nobody else that shoots boxing you know what i'm saying i don't, I don't think there's anybody else with street me dc that mm-hmm. does that but that's you, a, that, that's something that you're fi- it, it's finding. something that I, I honestly wouldn't have been able to fall into were it not for street me even right. though it's a totally niche uh like aspect of photography or genre of photography rather uh it's still like the the confidence i had to put myself out there and yeah. go to a fight event and be like hey i have i have the ability to capture this yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't be there were it not for the roots that I've that I've planted in places like street meat. Oh yeah, so get out there and have some human experiences. Yep. Shit is lit. Come to the meet, meet your fellow creatives. Honestly, like this is why street meat was thought up by Aaron and Pierre. This like, is why this is why like, we, yo, exist. Just we just meet, meet bring, meet somebody, meet somebody that's similar. We just want to bring people together and like yeah. talk creative things together. And y'all are changing people's lives, and you ain't even intend to. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit. I don't even feel it. To be honest with you, I don't. Even, I hear people reference us. Like I know Julian. No, we have Julian a podcast Thomas. now. I mean, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. But like Julian Thomas just was on another podcast talking about like, yo, Street Meat showed me that I was capable or gave me the confidence that I was capable to go out and be a professional photographer. And to be honest with you, yo, Julian Thomas is like one of my top my man, photographers my man's in out the there city. Killing it. He's he out full time. Full time, surviving on his on his actual work, and his work is creating a lifestyle for him that is honestly, it don't surprise me. It really doesn't. I think early on when I met Julian, I was like, "We'll see you in a year." A year you met, later, you met Julian when you first started, right? Hell yeah, I know Julian. That's yeah. fine. Like, yeah. But yeah. like for me, like I didn't know him, and I mean I was new here too. So for me, I was like my Miami mentality was like, "Give it a year. Let's see if he's still doing it." Well, five <laughs> years later, the man living yeah. off of his actual yep. creativity. So go. for me, I realized living that good. This really is like I mean for me, Street Me gave me opportunity to express myself creatively, 
and organizationally. I don't know if that's an actual adjective, but it sounds accurate. It yeah. sounds accurate, right? Because yeah. I think you and I, our relationship, yeah. you've seen that come mm-hmm. from me as well. But I, I feel like this, this, what you started five years, almost five years ago, has really influenced a lot of creatives. Whether it's just to come out and get likes, a lot of people. It's it's been a launch pad for a lot of people. That's to, a great way to put it. Yeah. Yo, we like SpaceX39A out on Cape Canaveral, motherfucker. <laughs> Google it because I am factual. And on that note, listen, before we wrap up, Malcolm, man, thank you. Honestly, thank yeah. you for coming to go. You are a, a well of knowledge. And we will no, definitely you're, have you're, you're coming back. Man, you're coming back for yeah, another man. podcast. I mean, yeah, because I'll be rapping, there's, right? there's a like, lot man, more that we got to pick People probably never even heard. I don't even really talk like that. So it doesn't feel like it's been two hours and 45 minutes. Exactly. Right? 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 Yeah, so the only you know reason I know I've been chilling here. I hear Heidi coughing. Chopping up with people. Yeah, it's just what I've been saying. And it's weekday. And it's a weekday. Yeah, I appreciate that shit. I mean, we appreciate you coming through, man. We appreciate you just trusting us to come out at the beginning, man. Like, I mean, I was a participant when you were a participant. And I appreciate Peter allowing me to grow into something a little bit more influential. But I appreciate you. I remember when Sway first popped up in the shot. And I, all I remember was just he had curly hair. Hey, I was like, baby. I was just like, oh, I was like, who's this random guy? Diversity, right. motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, he seems cool. Like, Is he about these moves? We gonna find out. <laughs> now, I, I knew Malcolm was really, really, really about like the moves. When he was like, nah, I'll ride shotgun. And we was driving up to Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah, like, oh, so we, we gonna talk. rap? Because everyone fell asleep in the back seat. We Bruh, rapping. it was so much that I wanted to talk. Like, we didn't we get to talk about business. We didn't get to talk about being an entrepreneur yeah, no, versus like working in the corporate space. <laughs> nah, I'm talking about like just this conversation. Because like, I, really I really wanted to hear some of your thoughts on like being an entrepreneur and what I have experienced as far as like an artist. But that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, like definitely we definitely have to get back. We definitely got to do another, another yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I can only lovely. tell you from my experience, I'm never going to speak as though my words are fact only. I think that there's always counters to the shit I say. But like I said, the fact that we rode for two and a half hours in the car and you yeah. actually sat there and it's like, no, I'm not going to go to sleep. I want to talk to you. And we spoke. And I actually yeah. opened up to you. And yeah, then, yeah, I mean, you guys, I don't know if Luis has read all the way in on the classified info, but y'all know some funny ass things about me too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll get you in soon enough. Uh, but <laughs> not, yeah, you will actually like your eyes will open up. <laughs> my man, my man Sway has been has lived life to some of the fullest extents yes, possible. That's <laughs> the greatest way to put it, man. That is the greatest way to put it. I'm not shy about a lot of things, but I do like to keep certain things private. But like when, when you come in, you, you'll know. Um, yeah. But like I think the fact that you know you spent that time in a car with me just because we're gonna go take pictures. Really, we're yeah. driving two and a half hours to take pictures of what? Who else Whatever does that? Like who? Like. You're gonna really ride around and like, I was for three hours. And just I told to him, listen, the only way I know I'm gonna get in on this is if I tell him I'll drive. And I said, hey, <laughs> Frank, I'll drive. Who else is coming? And then Mountain rode up, oh, Will rode up. We was we bounced out. We hit up the was it the power plant? No, nah, that wasn't the power plant. No, nah, I didn't go the, on that one. I forgot it was where the, we the, were. Going. The train, the train. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that, that was a rough day for yeah, me because yeah. I didn't have the right gear on. True. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. cold. Sounds about right. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> but you did what you had to do to get on that move, and like that's life shit, right? Like mm-hmm. do what you gotta do to get where you want to be. Yeah, I think that's the mentality all of us here in the room has, including Aaron. Uh, we all have that mentality that you do what you have to do to get where you need to be. Yeah, yeah, and you came in humble. Appreciate like, that. Thank that's you. A, but, I try to be, but that's the best approach. I like to talk shit, but I like to be a little humble. And it's the best I mean? approach, right? Like that's how you get in places, right? Fair enough. So like, there's a whole lot of things. Just like, walk if, in there like you don't know nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know nothing. And I know and, nobody. And be, walk, walk in there like you don't know nothing, but you're ready to absorb. Yeah, you I just know? want, I just want to say, like, if you're an artist, like just keep learning and keep trying shit. And keep exposing yourself to shit. Whatever, whatever it is like that that you think that you know is probably not enough. So just don't be that asshole. 
Yeah. Don't sit yeah. on a pedestal or a high horse, especially around the street me crew, because boy, do I have fun pe- knocking people off pedestals. I tell that to people all the time. I'm not combative, but if I see you on a high horse, we're going to bring that horse down to donkey size. Are you guys thinking, you guys thinking of the picture of the same person? Yeah. Fuck yeah. around out of here, bro. Anyway, right, again, shit, man, wrap honestly, wrap real shit. shit. Thank you, bro. Awesome. Very, we're going to have you back. We're going to have you, we're, we're have you for another episode. We got, we got some more to talk about. And make sure to follow yeah. Aaron at Third Black Key. Make sure to follow Malcolm at underscore Malcolm Moore. Make sure to follow Luis at Snaps by Luis. Pierre at Pierre underscore Funes. And Sway at Sway's View. Thank you all for listening to three hours of, honestly, really inspirational and informative. Thank you. Yeah, that's the word I was looking informative. for. Informative. Yeah, informative. Thank you for listening. Uh, and you know, stay tuned for the next one. Well, guys, it's been a long, long episode, and you know what? We're glad that you're still here with us. Uh, we can't wait to have Malcolm back on here again. Facts. Yeah, facts. And yeah, this is a really insightful episode, and we hope you all got uh, something out of it, and you can add it to your creative process. Uh, Sway, you got anything? Yeah, man. Sign up for the newsletter at streetme.com. If you're not following us on social media already, it's streetme.dc. Make sure to follow our other communities, Street Me LA, Street Me Washington, Albuquerque Street Me, and Street Me Oklahoma. Just check our bio on Instagram. Yo, Malcolm, man, you had a great time today. What else you got to share to the people, bro? Squad all day. All day. Hey, make sure to tune in. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. We love y'all, and we'll see you soon. Boy.